ready to transform you in the I hate a storm, Hail Marys, I make it poor. Good, I ain't lying. You little giants, we been defying. Right. What's the cost to be the boss? Breaking down the walls, we all lean. Once the coin guitars got the plan of action, never acting. No need to scramble to get traction. We make it happen. From two fours to four three. The founder of the Slapdick Podcast, Slapdick uh, Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars, and the author of uh, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. Ladies and gentlemen, Coach Jason Brown. Straight, no chaser, real raw and uncut. Coach, every time you come on, I laugh, I learn something, and then I fear that somebody's going to be incredibly pissed off with what you said. All around hustler. Make no mistake about it. I've done this a long time. Try to eliminate this soft society we have. There's legend. Hey, me now, love me later, like my book says. This was presented by Slapdick Whiskey. Hey, Hell yeah. Hey, Slapdick yeah. Whiskey's good. So are the Stogies. Some real thought, real good flavor on these things, and the burn is excellent. Beautiful burn. Okay. Yes, sir. Slapdick Whiskey, Slapdick Cigars. Be true to yourself and see if, if if some shit changes for the for the worse or for the better. They asked me to do a podcast. They said, let's call it the Slapdick Podcast. What up, what up? The Real Coach JB. Hate me now, love me later. Podcast right here live on YouTube on this great Work Boot Wednesday. Hard Hat Wednesday. Work Boot Wednesday. The 22nd of June, 2022. Appreciate everybody joining in on YouTube. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Rick Aguilar, appreciate you becoming a new member of the show. Much love to all the... Community members here on this Hate Me Now, Love Me Later uh, show. Um, appreciate everybody coming in today, man. It's a great day to have a great day. We're going to have a lot of shit to discuss. Uh, we're in transition mode from the old way to the new way. So um, we're, we're, we're getting it going. Make sure you guys head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch, uh, some whiskey, and... Huge announcement tomorrow, Thursday, I'll be doing a special live at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. East Coast, live here on YouTube. I'll also go live on Twitter and if my IG allows me to, but uh, I'll also be live on TikTok. We are launching the Slapdick Vodka, um, just so you know. So you can order the Slapdick Vodka as well. And you can get you some merch. Go over and head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Grab you some merch. Short sleeve hoodies, long sleeve hoodies, girls, boys shorts, t-shirts, hats, visors, you name it. And you can get the whiskey and vodka right there. CoachJBStore.com. Go check it out. Um, Bam! There it is. The labels came out fire. The the, the vodka is fire. Perfect for the summer. All the ladies join in. You got the great label here. Uh, chrome matte. You can see it change colors in the sun. It is a great day to have a great day. Um, but the logo came out perfect. I think it's a perfect vibe. It's got my cigar, got the slapdick and chrome. Uh, I actually like it a little bit better than the than the whiskey. Came out pretty good. Um, but you see, this vodka is a one liter bottle. It'll be pretty affordable. Very much affordable compared to the other premium. Um, vodkas out there. This will be very, very affordable compared to those, and it's is very, very floral, great taste, six time distilled, right up there with the great gooses of the world. 
And it is also corn vodka compared to everyone else who uses the normal starch uh, potatoes and shit like that. So, hey, it's a great day to have a great day. Slapdick Vodka is hitting the fucking streets tomorrow. And I'll be doing a special Thirsty Thursday show. And I'll be making my own concoctions on each live that I do. So I'll make one on Twitter, one on IG if it allows me, one on YouTube, one on TikTok. So, um... So, I appreciate everybody coming on in. Uh, congrats to Alan getting a first coaching gig, teaching gig. He's entering the adulthood of his career. He wants to do what he wants to do in his career. So, shout out to Alan and uh, best of luck to him and uh, his future uh, venture. Yeah, the vodka's good, man. It came out real good. So, I appreciate everyone coming on in today. Um, Let's get you started. Uh, make sure you understand this show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline. Get you 50% off welcome bonus first deposit using the promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V. Tell them I sent you. Uh, you, got, you got the hockey finals, NHL coming in. You got Major League Baseball full swing. You got the MMA this weekend and every weekend. You got the Vegas Casino apps on there. You can do it all. BetOnline.ag, head on over, 50% off, first deposit, use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell them that I sent you, BetOnline, where the game starts. So, appreciate everybody coming on in, welcome in, Taylor, Uh, Taylor's the head coach of the San Diego uh, Indoor Football League team, Um, he'll have one of my former players playing for him there next year. Um, he's in there congratulating Alan. So appreciate everybody. Um, let's get you started with quote of the day. We got a little new format on the show here. We got everything as a ticker now. So the ticker will actually show you the quote of the day, uh, the, 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 you know, contrary to belief, poll question, slapstick of the day, all the shit, the trivia question. It'll be a ticker now. So you can actually, it'll be out of the way of my face. Um, and then, uh, so I think it'll look a lot better. So quote of the day, get you guys started, do it or not. There is no try do or do not. There is no try. We have too much, too many moral victory motherfuckers out here nowadays. Everyone thinks this is a moral victory. Like everyone accepts being mediocre. Everyone accepts missing the fucking thing. Last second field goal against the best team and losing by two and saying we took them to the wire and and, and feel happy about it. No, you fucking lost. You do it or you do not. There is no fucking gray area. I just did a cameo for somebody and I'm trying to tell them like, listen, there ain't no fucking gray area. The winner fucks the prom queen, homie. The loser goes home with fucking baby oil. That is what it is. We got too many mediocre motherfuckers settling for the moral victory that the last second field goal missed and we lost by two against Alabama. You fucking lost. And you know what that does? More often than not, the next week you play another inferior opponent compared and you get beat. Because you you think that you beat Alabama when no, you didn't. You still fucking lost. 
And that's the difference. A lot of people don't get that shit, man. It's a real finite fucking deal. Um, I'm being honest with you. That's just what it is. Um, contrary to belief segment brought to you by BetOnline and BlueChew.com. Make sure you head on over there to check both of those out. I'll, I'll give you a BlueChew ad here in a minute. But contrary to belief, I got to let everyone know, the real epidemic in this country isn't COVID-19 or gas prices or the inflation of food or recession. It is the lack of good fucking parenting. That is what contrary to belief right now. You guys all think the fucking pandemic is uh, COVID-19 and gas prices and fucking inflation of food and killing off the cows and telling everyone it's heat. No, it's the lack of good fucking parenting. And I'm going to show you today in the show why that's true. Why that is really the contrary is contrary to belief that parenting is a fucking huge pandemic epidemic right now. And hard head hard heads make for soft fucking asses, man. I'll just tell you straight out. And we are allowing it instead of coaching it. If you're not fucking coaching every fucking single thing inside of your fucking life, then you're allowing it. There ain't no fucking gray area. There's no moral victory. There is no moral victory. You fucking allow it or you coach it. If it's coaching football, if it's coaching life, if it's coaching your your kids in school or at home how to fucking eat and not bitch about it and how to eat what I give you and not suck your teeth, hey man, you allow it or you coach it. Sorry to tell you, but that's just the real the real way it is. Um, slapstick of the day, I gotta give it to. Uh, we got the slapstick of the day, fucking you know, segment here. You is slapdick, pretty Why much. Why you call me slapdick? Cause my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> slapdick of the day goes to Delonte West. God, just God, I just Delonte West. You you gotta figure out your shit and stop being a bitch made cat. I'm just telling you straight out. You know what I'm saying? You look like you're 75 years old. I'm going to break down Delonte West and, and, and all you naysayers out there who feel sorry for good old Delonte West and thinks he has mental health and all this shit. No, he has what's called crackhead-ish health. He has crackhead-ish health. He don't have mental health. He is c- clearly the slapdick of the day. And I'm going to let you see him later on a little bit. And uh, talk to you about that. Um, so, slapstick of the day is clearly Delonte West. We have a lot of fucking participants and applicants for this slapstick of the day. Please, if you guys throughout the day want to send me your slapstick of the day, vote on Instagram or Twitter. Please send me a DM, uh, especially all the members and the loyal members here in the community. Uh, please send me your. Uh, Slapdick of the day applicant, okay? I'm taking applications, uh, just so you you know. Poll question, I, I'm curious. I want to get your thoughts. Uh, poll question, who is your Super Bowl favorite right now, June 22nd, 100 days from football kickoff? Who do all you fucking putting your foot in your mouth, motherfucking Twitter football gurus, who are you saying is the Super Bowl winner? 
And I'm curious to hear your thoughts, and I want to know what they are, and I'm going to laugh at all of them because no one's going to be right. And somebody could be right. You could get, you could guess it. But I would love to get a resume on some of you fucking your thoughts on this because a lot of you are going to say certain things, and I want to hear the reasoning behind it because the reasoning behind your pick is where I find your flaw, where I can point out that you're a fucking Twitter guru fuck who knows nothing. But you will critique a fucking coach. You'll critique a fucking dude that plays in the league. And you'll critique a fucking dude um, just kind of like everyone's bitching and moaning about Kepka leaving the PGA for the live and, le- and, and bitching about all the PGA guys going to the live because you have no fucking idea what you're discussing or talking about. You all put your foot in your mouth way too often in this world. Go fucking do some research other than Google. Go really do research because Google is not who you fucking think they are, just so you know. And you can go find out. But I would love to know your Super Bowl pick. Last year, I actually got it right. I picked the Bengals versus the Rams. I picked the Rams as the winner. I actually got it all right. I picked the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl well before the season. I'm not picking the Bengals this year. I haven't decided who I'm picking yet. I'm going to break it down and look into some of the acquisitions over free agency and so forth. And then I'll get into it. But until then, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, so Seahawks, holy shit. Seahawks may win the toilet bowl. Allen loves him from Carolina Panthers. Allen even, Allen saying that and he knows his asshole so puckered to saying that because he knows damn well they won't even make it out of the fucking NFC fucking South uh, as the fourth best team. Hector's going out on a limb saying the Bills. <laughs> the Bills who everyone in, the, in America's picked is to win. Um, Lucy, of course, is going with the Cowboys, Cowgirls, whatever you want to call them. Chargers versus versus the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, Brad. That can't happen, but appreciate you. Um, So, you know, we got all this thing going. So the first part of this new show and the the format we're going to try is we're going to call it First and Ten. We're going to keep the football part of it. Um, First and Ten is kind of like my intro, right? It's first down, ten to go, and we got to go. So we're going to get a bunch of this shit going. Um, Taylor knows damn well the Cowgirls have gotten worse this year in the offseason, not better. Um, But I got a lot to discuss, lots to discuss. Um, But I got, you know, I always like in my my First and Ten segment, I got to get to a lot of this, uh, you know, a lot of this stuff um, I want to show, but... I want to get to a lot of the things that I have to show you that is actually very, very comical. All right. It's very comical. And, oh, man, I I don't even know if, I don't even know if you can really, if I can even explain what I'm going to show you because it's fucking hilarious, but... This is where this is the life we're in. This is the world that we live in now. And I wish we didn't, but too bad we actually do. And um, you know, you know, I gotta show you something that I sh- I shared with Alan a little while ago. 
this shit right here is where we are now in life, okay? This is where we live. This is what we do. I want you to see how thirsty. I should have saved this for tomorrow, but I wasn't doing a show except for now the vodka broke out, so we're going to do that. But how thirsty some people are for attention, all right? They're so thirsty for attention that they will fuck up their bodies um, in a in a way that's just unfathomable, all right? Um, I want to share this with you. I want you to see this girl's ass, this girl's fake injection, and how bad her fucking ass is. Now, look at that shit right there. That shit looks like a loompa-loompa. What in the fuck is that? I gotta know. Is she pregnant in her asshole? I'm curious. Did her asshole just have a fucking baby? Is her asshole pregnant? <laughs> I, uh, I don't even know what else to say. Is her asshole pregnant? Is this the first asshole pregnancy in America? I have no idea. It looks like a fucking letter P, like I explained the other day. It looks like the P letter, right? But it looks like she's pregnant, and she just shitted out a baby. Did she shit out a baby? I, I don't know. I'm very, very curious. Uh, it's very sad to see that is really what motherfuckers really do. And uh, I can't, I can't, I don't understand it. I do not understand it. I don't get it. I do not get it. It is what it is, right? Um, I want to say, I told I told some people, she needs a full refund. She needs a full motherfucking refund. And I, I don't even know how to fucking talk about it. I don't know if you heard about the Latino cop um, who sues the ex-chief of police for photoshopping his face onto a bottle of Tapatio hot sauce. Have you guys heard about this? Oh, man. This shit is comical. This Latino, this guy put his face on top of a Tapatio bottle. <laughs> and he's suing him. You can sue for whatever now, dog. I, I, I guess you could sue for whatever the fuck you want to sue for. And uh, it's pretty comical to me. But that shit right there is crazy. He's suing for that. Um, I would have been like, damn. Hector, that shit's crazy, right? Um... Pretty crazy, pretty comical. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um, but, you know, we're in first and ten, part of the show, right? We're starting off the show with a bang. Uh, every day will get better. Microsoft ends the sale of the controversial face analysis tool. I don't know if you know about this. It predicts your mood, age, and gender. Have you guys heard about this shit? Again, we're in this whole new identification deal. Okay. Um... And can I please, I know I've talked about this whole binary fucking disclaimer and the pronouns and what we identify as. Can I please, for everybody out there, can I please tell you what I identify as? Can I give you what I identify as? Because I think it's going to be groundbreaking. I think we all need to hear it. I just thought about it. Um, I want to tell the world what I identify as, okay? I identify as a fucking threat. 
That's what I identify as, a threat. I'm a fucking threat, and my pronouns are fucking... Try my motherfucking ass. Try me, motherfucker. That's a pronoun. Try me. Try me and motherfucker. Those are pronouns that I want to put next to my identification. I identify as a fucking threat. So go ahead and keep trying my bitch ass. I will fuck you up. That's my new identification. I wanted to throw that out there. I wanted to make sure all the binary or what non-binary or whatever the fuck it means. I wanted to let everyone know that shit. Um, I told you I love lesbians now, dog. I love them. I love to see two women together. Uh, they will shorten the population. They'll they'll tighten the population down because they can't give babies to all these fuck sticks out here and we will have less dumb fucking humans in the world so please let everyone know what you identify as i identify as a fucking threat and if you come across me i will set the bitch out of you period that's what i identify as um i don't know if you heard but bear the 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 ceo of bear the the maker of all the medicine and and, and shit like that they came out and said that COVID-19 vaccines are truly 100% gene therapy. They are gene therapy. And if if they would have came out and said it, they think that less than 1% of the population would have got the vaccine. So can we all sue now? That's what I want to know. And if we all did sue, what would be our payout? Five bucks? Because there's no way they can have enough money, right? But I guarantee you a bunch of motherfuckers are going to come out and sue. But you know who will sue? The rich will sue. The rich people will sue. The rich people will get richer because they have the money and the resources and the lawyers to pay to go out and get these type of motherfuckers. But it's coming out as gene therapy and clearly as day they've came out and said, well, if we would have said that, you know, uh, you know, nobody would have got the vaccine. Well, no shit. I, uh, I didn't get the motherfucking as is. So I sh- I snuck through the cracks. So maybe the government will come after me now. So I don't know. Fuck. Who knows? Um, I got to share some troubling news to everyone because this is where we are as America. Okay. Um, you know. Brother who police say was an armed I got to show you this fucking thing, man. It's really troubling. I'm going to share this with you, all right? First of all, I want to give you the backdrop on the story, all right? I'm going to give you a backstory on this thing that happened um, here on the first and ten segment of the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later pod, brought to you by betonline.ag. Um, I believe it was in Tulsa, Oklahoma or somewhere, Um We got, we got a guy who walks into a store with a gun, aims it and points it at every clerk in the place, threatens to kill them if they don't give me the money, okay? The clerk then pulls out a gun and shoots this motherfucker on his way out of the fucking restaurant, or I mean out of the liquor store. I think it was a Dollar General, by the way. 
the the mother, the brother, the sister have come out and said that the clerk should not have had a gun. It is his fault that their baby brother is dead and that, yeah, he was robbing y'all, but so what? (laughs) That is in layman's terms. I'm giving it to you kind of how they said it, but you have to see this video. If you haven't seen it, please wake up and see this shit. It is pure comedy. And uh, this is the world we're in, man. These are the enabled fucks that we live in, okay? I just want you to know and understand that shit. And, man, who are these trolls that come in here? Sacktown these nuts, motherfucker. Shut the fuck up, you cunt bitch. All right, so here we go. I want to show you this. I want to see. You got to see this. These siblings are furious. Their brother, who police say was an armed robber, was gunned down by a store clerk. The pair acknowledges it was he, that he was wrong for Roosevelt Rapley to try and rob the Dollar General on North Gettysburg Avenue, but they say the clerk shouldn't have had a gun at work. Rochelle and Juan Rapley say their younger brother, Roosevelt Rapley, was the second of ten siblings killed by gunfire. I still don't believe it. Like, at the end of the day, I don't believe my brother is dead. Like, it ain't kicked in. And they're furious about how it happened. At the end of the day, that's not right. Police say a Dollar General clerk shot and killed 23-year-old Roosevelt, who showed a gun and demanded cash Wednesday. Witnesses indicated that the weapon was brandished and pointed at, at employees. The siblings recognize their brother's wrongdoing. He got some responsibility, but not all. But they say that still doesn't warrant the clerk's actions. Right and wrong is wrong. That was wrong for that clerk to shoot my brother in the chest. Yes, he's robbing y'all. Oh, well. I'm sorry, man. You know, I'm not laughing at someone that died. I actually am on this case. I actually am. Because I do agree. Like, you play stupid games, you get stupid prizes, whatever the saying is. I don't say that too much, but I'm all for it. I'm all for it. To me, it is unfucking believable that these fucking idiots. So this brother said, I still can't believe it. It hasn't hit it. It hasn't sank in yet. No shit, because you don't get it, motherfucker. You are literally the fucking issues that we face in America right now. We have no parenting. I told you the epidemic is parenting. Did you hear the mother? I don't know if you heard the mother. It's in another video. I cut it out. The mother talked about that's his. She has 10 babies. 10. She should have been a lesbian. The mother should have been a lesbian. I told you. Now, I don't know if I would have watched that mama and her fucking lesbian girlfriend. But if she was a lesbian, we would have 10 less fucking idiots out on the street. Because these clearly don't fucking understand. These two idiots don't get it. And they're blaming. Again, we are enabled. We are fucking entitled. And it's okay to go in and try to rob these folks. And kill them possibly. It's okay for them, their brother to do so. But if they he gets shot, it's a, the clerk's fault. It's the clerk's fault. It's the cop's fault if 
we rob Nordstrom's and smash and grab and run out and run over two old ladies. Uh, it's the cops' fault. Because they're in our way and shit, and then they arrested us, and we're going to sue them because, you know, this is the fucking mindset, man. This is what we live in. This this is the shit. Bad parenting is the sole reason that we're in a fucking national global pandemic. Bad fucking parenting. That is what it is. I truly believe it. I don't want to hear shit else. It's horrible fucking parenting. That's why we have these fucks in the world that that literally are defending their brother who walked into jack a fucking store and possibly kill someone's mama and daddy or brother and sister. No, well, your brother and sister got smoked, motherfucker. And that's what should happen more and more and more often. That's the problem. Not that I say go around killing motherfuckers, but I'm just telling you, This is what should happen by law. We should be doing it, like I said, on my new show that I'm going to create. Live stream castrations of dumb motherfuckers. Rapists. Child molesters. Pedophiles. We're going to fucking smoke them live on TV. And if you hit a female the first time, I already told you the consequence. The father of the girl that you hit will get to beat you with soap towels. That's what it's going to be. It's a most watched show on TV. I'm telling you, we're all going to be rich. Anyway, uh, I agree with that, Brad. I wish God did hit the reset button. But you know what? He won't do it. He won't do it. So, Because he's going to make us fucking either figure it out or die trying, right? Or die with the lack of trying because we're all lazy enabled fucks now because of the bad parenting. And we're going to fucking go out here and never teach and just continue to allow. So we'll do that. Um, All these slaughtered cows that we claim the heat are are killing, which wasn't even that hot. Um, Sheep, goats, along with the shortage of wheat. Um... I think you need to realize that gas prices may not be our sole issue. I think we're going to face an all-time high food prices. Food prices are going to continue to rise. So now we're not going to be able to get gas. So guess what? Anyone in the lower tier of financial means is going to have to stay at home. Listen to this cold fucking philosophy I have. You're going to have to stay at home. Because you can't go nowhere because you can't afford gas, okay? That's going to go to 75% of the country, especially every inner city, borough, fucking neighborhood, fucking community, right? 75%, nobody's going to be able to drive, all right? The other fucking portion of this is what do you do when you can't go nowhere? You stay at home, right? Well, what do you do when you're at home? You, do, you tend to do what more often? Eat, tend to eat well how are you going to afford food when it's $30 for fucking three chicken wings that is what we're going to have it's going to be $30 for a pound of meat beef steak it's going to be 30 fucking dollars a pound just watch how fucked up this is and then guess what 
then we're going to be worried about getting fucking new stimulus checks and bitching and moaning about everything because we don't have no money and everyone's struggling because nobody wants to live. Well, guess what? You should never have gave these fucks stimulus check from the gate. You should have never gave them all this fucking unemployment and they would have still been working. Now you can't find a motherfucker to take a job at an all time high. We have more job offerings than anyone else in America or any time in America. Everyone's hiring. But now this recession is going to hit, and guess what? Now motherfuckers are going to be laid, getting laid off, and there will be no jobs. And all the bitch madeness cats that were out here bitching and moaning, sucking their teeth about stimulus checks because they got one, and I, I, fuck, I wish I would have got a stimulus check now that I look at it. Shit, giving out free money, you didn't give me shit. Guess what? The government's getting back their payback, motherfuckers. They're getting the payback. The government's getting reimbursed. For all the fucking stick loans, for all the forbearance housing loans, for all the shit that they did. The stimulus checks, the unemployment. You think they were just giving that shit out for no reason? There's a reason they made money. There's a reason we just printed new money. We just printed new money, which is going to be one of the sole reasons for influx and, and inflation. You do understand that. See, a lot of people don't realize, like, people always used to say, I remember when I was young, people were like, man, why we just can't print money and everyone be rich? Why can't everybody be rich and just print out new money all the time? Well, that's not possible. That will fucking <laughs> turn us broke, right? People, if you know that, you understand it. I'm not going to get into fucking econ right now. But at the same time, we just printed money for the first time in, the, in a long time. We gave $100 billion to Ukraine like, somebody's going to eat that. Somebody's fucking taxes are going up. <laughs> somebody's going to get their money back. There's no such thing as free, man. It don't grow from trees. You learn that shit when we were little kids. There is no fucking grown money on trees. We don't find it under rocks. So we're going to have a fucking huge influx on food. The gas is already going to be $10 a fucking gallon by the time 2023 hits. And we're going to be paying back for forbearance loans, stick loans, stimulus checks, and unemployment. We're paying that shit back now. And yet you've created a monster because now nobody wants to work because they all thought they were on unemployment getting free fucking stimulus checks. And now we don't have anyone working. The fucking shelves are empty. Can't find baby formula. Can't find toilet paper. Can't find my fucking nutter butters. But it is what it is. It is what it is. We're blaming slaughtered cows. We're killing cows on purpose. The government's killing cows so we can raise the prices so you fucks can starve out. We're trying to starve some of you motherfuckers. Shit. Just telling you. Oh, dog, they're creating this shit. They're creating this shit. They're going to start robbing grocery stores. I try to tell people every day, have your head on a swivel. They're gonna have. We're going to have mass anarchy in this country because our leadership. And don't just blame Biden, you fucking Trumpers out there. I don't. I hate all of them. You know me. I'm independent. I'm down the middle. I tell you the real. I tell you the truth. Fuck red. Fuck blue. Fuck black. Fuck white. Fuck right. Fuck left. I tell you the real. We have a country of 400 million people. 
And the two fucks we have running for president every year is a 80-year-old pedophile fucking racist and an 80-year-old fucking retard who can't spell, read, write, or fucking stay awake. And those are our two best options. Get the fuck out of here. If you all were just real about yourself and understood how to keep it real, you would just say, you know what, we're really fucked. And it don't really matter who's president. And Biden ain't the fucking reason for gas hikes, spikes, and rises in fucking meat, okay? Stop blaming a motherfucker. If you think that a president can change the world in a matter of one year, but a president that has four years in office can't change or do anything for the betterment of fucking society, then you're an oxymoron. You're literally, it's an oxymoron. You're a hypocrite and a fucking retard. Because if you think a motherfucker could come in office in one year and just turn us fucking upside down for the worse, but we can't do anything in four years to make any improvements, then you're a fucking retard. That is just what it is. Period. Oh, Obama, he couldn't fucking do anything in four years. <laughs> I'm sure, Devin, because Google's the fucking way to go. I know. Google's fucking... I told you my dick's 12 inches around on Google. I told you, motherfuckers. It is literally 12 inches around on Google. So, I told you that shit. I'm worth $100 million on Google, too. Fucking dumbass. By the way, Biden hasn't been in office two years, Jagger Gondick. I know know that name's real, Jagger. I'm sure that's your name on your birth certificate, right? That's probably your picture on your birth certificate, too. It means J for Jagoff. Fucking idiot. We got so many fucking idiots that come in this chat. Shout out to all you loyal community members in here. I appreciate you guys. We're going to get this show going. Shout out to Tony Zaragoza, good friend of mine, actually. I, I know Tony well. He was a great human being. He passed away, I found out about um, earlier this morning. Unfortunate fucking situation apparently he was basically he was a veggie um without anyone really knowing what was up um but anyway um this show goes by man it's hard to keep track of man the show is hard to keep track of time frame i was supposed to be on like six segments ahead and i'm barely on fucking this one so i don't know how i'm gonna put time on it but this show is brought to you Proud by Bluetooth. Proud sponsor of the Hate Me Now, Check Love Me Later podcast is Bluetooth. Head on over to Bluetooth.com. Being intimate with your partner should be the best part of your day. When you get to have it, don't let whatever happened during your day get in your head and ruin the fun. The Chewables from Bluetooth.com can make your day a better one. It'll make sure you're able to perform at your best when you get the opportunity to have fun. Every man wants a winning team, front row seats to the big game, and a partner to heat things up in the bedroom. Blue Chew can help with the last one. Make sure you head on over. Don't be a slapdick. Get you some Blue Chew. Use it today. You don't want to be laughed at in the bed, gentlemen. And your ladies don't want to go chase somebody else down because you can't get it up. Head on over to Bluetooth.com. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, and tell them that I sent you. 
Get you $5 off shipping using the promo code BELIEVE. And you can receive your first month free. Bluetooth.com. Tell them I sent you. Peace. If you're not coaching it, you're allowing it, Taylor. Remember that shit. Every time the motherfucker don't finish hard on through the run, get through the line, start before the line. Hey, man, Taylor, you're a young coach, dog. You have a great-ass opportunity in this fucking profession. You should cherish the moment every day you get a chance to coach. Cherish every single fucking thing you can do. Every single piece of film you watch, every single thing they do, you coach every single part of the day. You coach your coaches coaching them every day. Coach the coaches. Coach the players. Coach yourself. If you can't coach yourself, you can never coach others. So take that recording device, Taylor, I showed you. Take it out on the fucking field. Make notes. Um, People think presidents control gas prices. Presidents are the furthest thing away from controlling gas prices. Okay? So let's just be clear, Jagger. Fucking jag off. If you think that presidents control gas prices, you're fucking ignorant. And ignorance is life-threatening. That's what it is. So you have to realize that. Ignorance is life-threatening. Go find out how this thing really works. You don't get it. There's, Biden's on a fucking plane right now to Saudi Arabia. Did you not know that? Why do you think he's going over there? To figure out this oil thing, to figure out gas prices. Because he knows that's going to be his sole demise as a president, even though it's not his fault. But if he saves student loans and gets gas figured out, you dumb fucks will vote for him again. Come on, homie. Let's keep it real. You will vote for this motherfucker if he eliminates student loans and figures out gas prices. You will vote for him again. Please understand that shit. But what do I know? Anyway, um, we're already at 145. I'm horrible at watching time, man. This ain't, I don't know how I'm going to do this show come start coming Monday, but fuck it. You know me, I'm an ad-libber, man, so it's hard to just do anything. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Everybody that's in the show, um, I appreciate you. Um, the world's largest floating restaurant in Hong Kong was pulled away after 80 years. I don't know if you heard about this. But there's a fucking there was a a floating restaurant that apparently over a hundred major Hollywood films have been filmed at. Every major fucking actor in the history of Hollywood's been there to eat. It's apparently the best food in the world. It's in Hong Kong. It's a floating restaurant, the largest in the world. It looked like a fucking city. It was so big. They towed it away with tugboats. Um, because the owner couldn't finance it anymore. Nobody would buy it. COVID shut it down, basically. So it's one of the oldest restaurants in the world and one of the best, I hear. And uh, gone. You guys should see that shit. Um, Yeah, this will be starting five days a week on Monday. We're going to get this shit blown up. So I appreciate all you guys that are in here from Ground Zero. Um, We're going to start Monday, man. Merciless Monday, the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later show. Talk That Talk Tuesday. We're going to have guests. I do have a few special guests coming on this Friday. uh, This Friday. So um, check it out. A lot of people don't know that five-year-old, I don't know if you saw this shit. um, The five-year-old, a five-year-old kid was killed. um, Why? Listen to this. The five-year-old died in a car after the mom. Notice I said mom. 
left the kid in the car while she went and prepped the birthday party. See, a mother would never have done so. But a mom did do it. A mom allowed her kid to die. See, a mother would not have allowed that to die. See, you guys don't understand the true difference. That's why I talk talk to you motherfuckers about the difference between dad and father. But you don't get it. A mom allowed her kid to die. In Houston, apparently it was over 200 degrees in the car. She left him in the car for fucking 10 minutes. The kid died. The kid died. Um, so if you don't know the true story about Dave Chappelle's recent issues, have you heard about Dave Chappelle's latest thing? Um, Duke Ellington School of Arts in D.C., right, where, where Dave Chappelle's from, where he went to school and, and all that shit like that. Um, basically was going to name the School of Arts after Dave Chappelle. He gave him a lot of money. He's created a bunch of different programs there. All this shit. Um, but apparently the students started bitching about Dave's stand-up and how he discusses transgenders, trans, uh, transphobic comedy of his. Um, and now he... They, they won't... They don't want his uh, name on the school. Actually, they still did want it, but Dave actually declined, and his folks said, fuck you then. If, if you're going to bitch and moan about all this shit, then fuck you. This is the soft-ass world we live in, though. They will be begging him in 10 years, though. Mark my words. They'll be begging him in 10 years um, when they find out that, they've made up, that these made-up humans, right, these made-up humans, which I call transgenders, they're made-up humans, have nobody better to represent their fucking school, they're going to cry over spilled milk and wish, wish that fucking Dave Chappelle was, on the, was, was the name of their fucking school. Just watch. Just how it works. It comes in cycles. If we're all around in 10 years, who knows? Like, fuck, you know, the gods may wipe us out by then because we're so fucked up stupid. Um, how about this great... Biden administration deal they've done. This is where, like, this is why I'm independent. This is why I'm an independent thinker. This is why fuck the blue, fuck the red, fuck the right, fuck the left. This is why. So the Biden administration has come forward and said no more lunch programs to any school in America who won't let transgender children use the bathrooms of their choice. I don't know if you heard about it. Did you hear what I just told you? Remember school lunches and school fucking breaks, snacks? We had snack, we had lunch. Um, so now you can't have... He won't fund those no more. But we'll fund fucking Ukraine. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm curious to see. I, I got to talk about this for a second, man. So a transgender in a school now, whoever, whatever you want to call it, non-binary, fucking pronoun, motherfuck, pronoun these nuts. This is the issue. So one day I'm in this, my son's in taking a piss. And... 
Or my daughter's in her bathroom taking a piss, using the bathroom, whatever went girls do, right? Then you got this guy who's turned to a girl, come in there and whip out his her dick. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe these motherfuckers. Whip out her dick and piss in front of my daughter. So that is okay. Let's do that and cancel food for all the kids because we want that to occur. We want to put our kids the most impressionable age group on planet Earth. We want to give them that impression and tell them that's okay. Dog, we have so many fucking issues. The lack of leadership in this country has been there. The, the actual quote I just said, the main key word in that sentence, lack of, has been here for so long that it's just compiled and now we have puppets in the puppet show that you think run something which really are just puppets. The Trumps of the world, the Bidens of the world, the Pelosi's of the world, all these fucking puppets you think all really have power. Oh, man, you guys should really read a real fucking book maybe one day, not Google. Trevor Lawrence lost $15 million in crypto, I hear. Um, because all these dumb fucks are putting their fucking paychecks in crypto. I, I gotta be honest. Um, I think OBJ lost some. I think a lot of other, a couple other cats lost some money. I, can I just say fuck crypto? Because I don't even have the, 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 the knowledge of it. First of all, I have no time to go do research on it. So I don't know anything about it. And if I get another fucking DM from one of these fake fucking crypto fuckingologists, that want to talk about crypto. I swear I'm going to throw my fucking phone through the fucking roof. And um, I don't want crypto, homie. I don't need to know shit about it until I need to know shit about it. <laughs> so, no. See, motherfuckers are losing money. It's another government scheme to lose, get you, get their money back. You don't think that crypto was decided that was created to fuck over people to get some money back in ways that you think are you're really winning? No, you're losing. It's like going to Vegas and gambling. How many times are you up but you continue to play? See, Aaron Easy, I don't even know what NFT means. I don't even know what NFT means. So. Dog, that crypto bullshit is for the birds. I'm out of that shit. Um, I'm out of that shit. I don't have nothing to say about it. I don't know nothing about it. Um, I have no idea anything about the shit. I don't know nothing about it. And you guys are like, fuck me. You guys don't get it. I don't get it. So how do you get it? I don't know. I'm just fucking. I'm so fucking over that shit. It's a fucking token. That's what it is. Boston Bob. Great name, Boston Bob. You should become a member. All you motherfuckers. Get, go Tiger. Where are you at? Why aren't you a member yet? All you fucks that aren't members. Tom Molitor. Why aren't you a member? Anyway, keep pounding the like button. I appreciate you guys. Uh, I gotta, I'm gonna bring up my top five 
I got I got a new thing. I want to bring up my top five favorite potato chips. I know this will be a great discussion. I got my five most five favorite chips, all right? Number five, chili cheese Fritos. Oh, I love chili cheese Fritos. I, I've always loved chili cheese Fritos. That's my fifth favorite, all right? Chili cheese Fritos, got to be the best. If you notice, everything's on the bottom now. Um, it's on a ticker, so everything's on the ticker instead of in my way, so it's better. It's a, it's a better situation. I think it looks cleaner, so I appreciate you. Um, hey, it is what it is. We got these bots or whatever, these trolls, whatever you guys call them. I don't know what the fuck they are. You know, they're I call them fuck sticks, shit birds, and slap dicks. That's what I call these motherfuckers. Um, but anyway, chili cheese Fritos. Number four, sour cream and onion ruffles. I, and I know you youngsters out there, just like Alan and all you guys, I know you love that hot fry shit, and you like to throw all kind of shit on it. And, man, I'm OG, old school. I can't do all that shit. Ruffles barbecue. Oh, the, the Ruffles barbecue shit is are no joke. Funyuns. I'm a Funyun cat. Funyuns ain't no joke. I love Funyuns. And then, obviously, the best in the biz, Doritos, the nacho cheese Doritos. You can't beat the old school. See, Eddie, Eddie's on that bullshit. See, I knew Eddie was from this new generation. Even though he has old school mentality, he's one of these new generation cats. And uh, he's on that Takis shit. See, that Takis shit is for these young cats. The Takis shit. Oh, see, Lucy. See, Lucy's from Texas. Lucy's Hispanic. Uh, no offense, all my Mexican brothers out here. Y'all love the Takis. You love the hot fries. You love putting Tapatio and all that shit. See, Josh. Josh is still one of them youngsters. Even though Josh OG, Josh is one of these youngsters. He likes the taco Takis and hot ta- Oh, fuck that. I eat the ta- You're lucky I don't just bust out regular ass, straight up tortilla chips. And salsa, shit. I fuck around. Ooh, I like Cool Ranch Doritos too, but I couldn't put them in there with with all the other shit. Um, hey Griffy, you got to become a member. Figure it out. Go Google it. Oh, see, some of you motherfuckers, man, it's unbelievable. I I, I never could ask somebody how to do something. I, I I could never do it. I couldn't come to. A, I couldn't come to it in my own mind to say, I'm going to ask this person how to do it. See, I'm always the guy to go figure it out. Why would I want to ask you how to do it? See, I I would feel inferior if I had to ask somebody how to do something. I wanted to go figure it out myself. And we have so many cats that can't even do such a small task on how to become a member of fucking YouTube. And you expect one of these fucks out here to be the next president? (laughs) Again, our parents are fucking the real epidemic. The parents lack leadership, parenting skills, and we are fucked. We can't even become a member of fucking YouTube. Hey, uh, fucking whoever asked me, do you want me to send you a fucking link, homie, and a tutorial on how to do it so you just click a link and fucking it's so easy right at the fingertips to get a fucking become a member? Well, I ain't doing it, motherfucker. Go figure it out like all the rest of the motherfuckers had to do. Some of these motherfuckers, man, are the most fucking enabled motherfucking pussy-fied fucks I've ever seen in my entire fucking life. It's unbelievable. Holy shit, it blows my fucking mind. 
Jesus Christ. I got to be the fucking narrator, the moderator, the fucking link pusher. I got to fucking put a link to... I got to be the membership fucking guy that fucking gets you the membership. I got to fucking... Holy fuck, homie. God damn. No, that is exactly like Uber driver asking me how to get somewhere. Is it not? Is that not how it works? That's the Uber driver asking me in the back seat. Hector, that's how, that's how, are are you having the motherfucker, are you asking your fucking driver, uh, are you asking the motherfucker that you're driving around how to get to the motherfucking place? Oh my fuck, homie. Um... So we're moving on on. We're moving on the show. All right. We're back to the, uh, we're getting into the show. We're going to enter what I'm going to call now the hate me now segment. The hate me now segment of this show is basically kind of like the hot topics. By the way, that was just the intro. First and 10, by the way, took about 56 minutes. Oh, my main man, Taylor is in the house. Taylor is now a member. Shout out to Taylor for becoming a member. Give it up. Give it up. Give it up. Um, so, what is is what is is Allen online? What does that mean? Slap Richard. I don't know what Allen online means. Um, so, hate me now segment is basically like the hot topics of what's going on in society. All right, and um, Elon Musk's son. I mean, <laughs> daughter. Oh, fuck. Elon Musk kid, identifying as a girl now, apparently. 18-year-old daughter wants nothing to do with him. His, her daddy wants nothing to do with it. Wants nothing to do with her. Wants nothing to do with dad. She has filed a lawsuit, or she's filed an order in court to change her, uh, to give her a pronoun, apparently. Give her a pronoun, okay? Oh, Hector, appreciate you, man. You didn't have to do that. Hector giving a shout-out to Taylor, who did not ask how to become a member. And guess what? He fucking figured it out how to become a member. (laughs) Shout-out. Holy shit. We have human beings in here that figured out how to become a member. Hector, shout-out, 20 bucks. Now I can go get on a fucking Uber and ask this motherfucker how to take me somewhere. So... Elon Musk's daughter turned 18. She wants to file as a non-binary fucking human. And she wants to become a boy, apparently. Because, apparently... Apparently, Elon tweeted out a few years ago about transgenders and about different shit. And I'm curious to see when she's broke, struggling... When she turns 19, how fast she comes asking daddy for money. It's crazy how that works. I'm curious to see how that works. I want to see how this works. And, uh, well, now coaches are people, they're human. Human beings that are coaches are 99.9% more likely to figure some shit out than normal fucking general population. I'm sorry. If you played sports, if you coach sports, you are more likely to figure shit out than you are as a general population of a human. I'm just telling you, that's just real shit. 
Coaches figure shit out. Now, you may be a shitty coach, but you can figure little shit out like how to become a member of someone's fucking YouTube. That is just what it is, right? That's the real shit. But, so I'm going to get into this Deshaun Watson and this Hate Me Now segment of the show, okay? And then I will end the show with Love Me Later. Love Me Later will be my outro to the show, and I'll, that'll be my mic drop on whatever topic I decide. You guys, feel free to send me some topics you want me to discuss in the Love Me Now segment. Um, um, or, I'm sorry, Love Me Later segment, which will be the end of the finale of every show that we, we do. But you can send me your own favorite topic, and I'll discuss it, and I'll turn it into my own, and I'll flip it and massage it and rub it down, and uh, we'll figure it out. That's what she said. All right, look. So Deshaun Watson paid off 20 women, all right? There's four to six women still out there, okay? There's still four to six women out there that are not going to be paid off, okay? And it's crazy, though, if, you've, if you haven't seen, yeah, send it DM on Twitter, Instagram, either one. Or email me, coachjb12 at gmail.com. You can email me anytime. I'll put it in the chat right here, coachjb at gmail.com, coachjb12. Email me your show ideas, and I will, I will implement some of them. So I got to say, Deshaun Watson paid off 20 folks, 20 girls. All right, I'm going to break this down, man, because I'm tired of talking about Deshaun Watson. I've told you how I feel, what I feel. The whole thing, I've talked about all that. And the ironic part of this thing is Busby or whatever, the, the, the lawyer, the lawyer for the 24 women, 26 women. I hear it's more than that, but we haven't heard anything yet. Um, it's ironic that he comes forward and says that 20 of his clients were paid off. We're not going to disclose the amount, right? But did you see what he said about the other four women that have not settled? He said, these are the true soldiers of this fucking. These are the brave soldiers, the brave women that are going to stand and fight. Well, the other 20 unbrave women, motherfucker, just got you paid, you bitch made lying motherfucking lawyer. You lying fucking weasel. The 20 that you just got a settlement for, you, did you do it for free out of the kindness of your heart? Or did you get a big-ass fucking check for that shit, you fucking cunt liar? See, that's the problem. We, don't, we can't be real with our fucking self. We don't have no real fucking humans no more left in the world. And if you don't call all of them brave soldiers, then you shouldn't call four of them that haven't settled yet brave. You're getting paid either motherfucking way. You're getting paid either fucking way. So don't fucking sit here and lie about it. Now, here's my take on the whole thing, all right? I will bet money that more will come file against him soon. More people are going to file against him very soon, okay? I, I'm going to break this down. I'm going to break this down. And you guys can take it or leave it. I don't really give a fuck. You already know how I sleep at night. <laughs> I sleep regardless. So, I was offered a settlement two times in my life for being falsely accused, for being wrongfully charged and falsely accused of felonies. Eight of them, to be exact. 
eight felonies, eight of them which you can Google, <laughs> obviously, right there with my 12-inch around dick. Remember, when you Google me, you'll find out I have a 12-inch dick, too. Remember? Because that's how fucking much you trust Google, you fucking ignorant fucks. But anyway, go Google my fucking eight felonies that everyone loves to talk about that I fucking beat, by the way. Because, obviously, I knew who I am. I know what I did or did not fucking do. And if you think I was going to settle because it was the way to go, because it's the easy way, and it's going to save me from going to jail, and it's going to save this and save that, you don't know me, and you got me motherfucking super, super fucked up. You got me so fucked up. If you think I'm ever going to settle for some shit I didn't do. And some of you dumb fucks out here are going to find excuses for excuses for this motherfucking pedophile, weirdo, creepy fuck, micro penis having ass to Sean Watson. You're going to find an excuse as to why he settled. Well... The reason he settled is because he's fucking guilty of some creepy weirdo shit. And if I know I'm innocent, as he says he is, right? Remember, we are who we, what we do, not what we say we do. Let's not get it twisted. We are what we do, what we do, who we are, not what we say. What you say means diddly shit out of your fucking mouth. You might as well say it out your asshole, motherfucker, because it means nothing to me. You can show me better than you can tell me. If you're from the hood, you know that lingo. You are who you are and what you do, not what you say you do. If you're from the urban community, I can break it down in any fucking way you want to know. Wherever you're from, motherfucker, I will make it so you are where you understand. If you're an innocent motherfucker and you know you're innocent, who the fuck in their right mind is going to fucking settle with 20 motherfuckers? Can we please get a fucking amen? I really, I'll wait for it. I'll wait. If you're an innocent human... Who the fuck's going to settle and fuck off their life and their reputation and what they actually stand for? All we actually stand for in this life, in this world, is the choices we make, A, life's about choices, and B, our word. Our word is literally all we have. Once you lie to someone or me, for instance, I'm done with you. Because once you lie in this world, I just want to break this down. Once you become a liar, you have to remember everything. That's why I don't lie. I don't lie because I don't want to remember shit. So every time you lie, what do you do to combat that lie? Please, somebody give me, somebody tell me. If you haven't noticed, when someone lies, they lie again to cover up for that lie. And then they lie again to cover up for that lie. And then they have to lie again to cover up for that lie. And they become a fucking liar. That's what they are. 
And then you guys forgive them because they come out with an apology letter and say, "We, I apologize for calling uh, you a cunt bitch. No, you don't. You called it to me. You called me it. You are what you, who you are, not what you say you are. <laughs> like, that is the problem with who we are right now in America. That's the sole fucking issue. We don't coach it. We allow it. And we've done a horrible job as parents. And we've allowed these kids to come out and just continue to fuck up and be this fucking people that what you see every day. What you see every day is who we are because of our parents. The kids only know what they know and don't know what they don't know. Somebody's teaching them. You're taught how to be a racist. You're taught how to be homophobic. You're taught how to be a transgender. You're taught how to be a thief. You're taught how to be a liar. You're not born that way, motherfuckers. Contrary to belief, motherfucker. You ain't born that way. You learn it. You're taught it. Or you see it through osmosis, some motherfucking kid, your peer, your homie, and you do it. And then your mom and dad don't correct it. They don't coach it. They allow it. And it happens over and over and over and over. And that's now what you have in everyday society walking around amongst us. This is what you have. You have these dumb fucks, these young teenaging kids who jump on the old man's car in Chicago on Father's Day. If you haven't seen the video, go Google that shit. You got a bunch of young kids, young brothers and sisters too. This is the sad part because where are your parents? What are your parents doing? What are your parents fucking, are they correcting you? No, they're allowing it. We are allowing this generation to fail at an all-time rate faster than we ever have before. And until someone realizes that and fucking parents wake up and stop being these lazy, enabled, entitled fucks and start putting the whip and cracking ass again, you're going to have this thing so off the fucking rail that we'll never be able to reel it back in. And we will all flounder. We were all going to sink to the bottom and the depths because we are simply lazy. We don't want to correct it. We're scared of our own children. And we don't want to correct shit, and we allow everything. That's really what we are in. Um, but I'm going to be honest. You don't settle unless you're guilty. Period, point blank. Period. I didn't settle. The motherfuckers came at me with a fucking deal. And I said, deal these nuts. And you can ask my fucking lawyers. You can ask the people that were around me. That's literally what I said. <laughs> I swear to God on everything I love is what I said. I did not think. I didn't turn and fucking consult with my attorney. I didn't say, hey, what should I do? My lawyer to this day, who will be in my new book, will tell you there wasn't a fucking, it never crossed his mind to even look at me. And I knew he was going to answer the judge instead of even refer to me. I didn't let my judge answer. I answered. I said, I said, deal these nuts, your honor. And if you think I'm lying, you better ask somebody. All we have is who we are. <laughs> All we have is who we are. I should make that a shirt right there. I don't know where I'd come up with this shit. But all we have is who we are. 
I swear to God, I'm going to have to write that shit. Somebody write that down. All we have is who we are. You know what that means? What that really means to me is if you're a bullshit lying motherfucker, then that's who you are. I don't give a fuck what you say. If you're a fucking cheat and you're a fucking pedophile and you're a fucking racist or you're a fucking this or that, that's who you are. And that's what you'll die as. That's what you'll die as. So go figure that shit out. I'm just telling you guys. Um, <sighs> Griffy, well, you're blocked like the most basic bitch in the world. <laughs> um, anyway, it's crazy. What is a bot? I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to get into bots and trolls. I don't know what that shit is. Um, but think about this one. I want you to be thick. I want you to think about this, all right, real quick. He just paid 20 people. I, I would assume a couple million a piece, right? I would assume a couple million a piece. What do you think? 40 million he fucking put out? He probably paid them at least a million, 200 million, 2 million each. I would think a million, 2 million each. So you're down to $40 million, which ain't shit to 250 million, right? But it's still a lot of money. So you lost. Not only is your reputation forever fucked, right? You also lost money. You paid out $40 million. Okay. And Jamil, you crazy as fuck. Ain't no way in this world they're settling for 150 grand. They would have just went to court for that. No fucking way. I guarantee you it was a million apiece. Guarantee you it's going to drop. It's going to come out. It's going to come out. I guarantee you it's a million. They denied 300,000 or some shit is what I heard originally. So I know they didn't settle for 150,000 now. So I guarantee you. Dog, would you settle for 150 if you knew this motherfucker got 250 million? Think about it. People know what you have. You're a public figure and you have a 250 million guaranteed. You're going to take 150,000 if you really got fucked with? Fuck no. So anyway... Let's just be real. He paid out, let's just say, 20 to 40 million. All right? 20 to 40 million. Let's just say. What if he loses the four to six cases that aren't going to be settled? Can anyone fathom the real? Can anyone fathom that he loses these four to six cases plus, plus paid out the 20 people already, and then he doesn't play a game. <laughs> and he has a micro penis. Can you imagine the fucking peer pressure in the psyche of his that's going to be so fucked up? He is going to be the next Delante fucking West claiming mental health. He has a little dick, he has little dick syndrome. He now paid $20, $40 million to 20 people. He also has his lawyer bills. He also didn't get to play. His reputation is totally fucked. And he loses four to six cases that come out. So you know they're going to say you would have lost 26 cases, but you paid them off. Dog, you know the definition of that shit is? A loser. <laughs> you are a loser. 
Come on, coach. Deshaun didn't have a daddy. Motherfucker, please. Bitch, either did any of my fucking crackhead homies, motherfucker. And you know what? The motherfuckers didn't rape or kill anybody. They didn't go out and fucking mass shoot a school. They didn't go out and fucking have to fucking invite fucking 100 girls to massage their ass. Get the fuck out of here with the no daddy shit, homie. You got hair on your nuts? Your nuts dropped? You know the difference between right and fucking wrong. Miss me with that shit. Like, hey, dog, if they go out and win a Super Bowl, hey, everyone's going to eat, everyone's going to put their foot in their mouth, just like I, I will, right? I'll come out and say, hey, I still not going to change my narrative. I'm not going to change and say I like Deshaun Watson now. <laughs> like, you think I'm going to change my narrative? Fuck no. I stand by what I say. If he wins a Super Bowl, he wins a Super Bowl. That motherfucker, shit, I've said he's a top five NFL talent. That ain't the fucking problem, bro. But I have a hard time finding this to be true. Locker rooms that will follow a motherfucker they don't truly trust or can truly bring around their mother, their daughter, their family, and have to look around their shoulder behind their back at this motherfucking weirdo. How the fuck are they going to follow him on a field of battle to win a Super Bowl? I have a hard time fucking believing that shit. That's what the fuck I'm saying. I don't see the motherfucker ever winning anything. That's just the real. But anyway, um, he's a fucking loser at the end of the day, and that's just what it is. That's what's going to happen. So Kepka made a statement about the U.S. Open uh, last week and basically was talking about the now because we live in the now. It's all about what have you done for me lately. It's not about what's tomorrow or what happened yesterday. We live in the now. So he's told the motherfuckers, you're putting a black cloud over the U.S. Open. Quit asking me about the live. And everyone blasted him today because he's come out and left the PGA and he's going to the live. I had a long, great conversation with a good friend of mine today. Um... Uh, Who's, who's, who's on the ground in this profession. And we had a great talk. I got even more information than I already had about this world and this life, right? But anyway, the PGA is fucked. I'm just telling you. The PGA is fucked. They have a lot of issues. Now, all of a sudden, they're coming out with this new format, which, ironically, it looks exactly like the live format. <laughs> um, but... You know, we're not going to say anything about it. We're going to just keep going. By the way, the Saudis own like 75% of the PGA store.com, by the way. And the Saudis have a say in a lot of these sponsors that run the PGA. The PGA is fucked. I'm just telling you. There's some inside information that I have. The PGA better figure some shit out real quick. And... The Rory McIlroy's of the world and all these guys, I'm going to get into that later. They sound like some bitch-made cats. I'm just going to be straight out real with you. Rory McIlroy and Justin Thomas sound like some bitch-made cats. By the way, they are. <laughs> but they sound just like who they are. Because we are who we are, not what we say we are. <laughs> just remember that shit. Um, so Gronk retires. 
I, I got a segment I got to throw in here. Gronk retires. I want to bring up my, my top five tight ends because it's been a discussion lately. Um, I think Gronk will probably play again. Um, I don't see how he leaves Tom Brady hanging. I think you're too close to him. I think he would play again. I just don't think he wants to play this right now. I think he'll come back during the playoffs, uh, which is to me is another. I, I don't respect the move. I don't respect that shit. But we're going to see what happens. Um but I have my top five tight ends. And you guys can argue me all the time. Remember, again, this is my five. My top five. I don't give a fuck about your top five. I don't care. You Twitter gurus out there, when they post this tomorrow, that it's my top five, you're going to sit up there and say, but the, but the, but the, shut the fuck up. It's my top five, motherfucker. This is who I am and what I want to say. So shut the fuck up. I don't care about your top five. And you have, show me a resume, motherfucker, before you want to talk. So here's my top five fucking of all time. Tony Gonzalez is the premier tight end in my generation. Not only did we play against each other in high school, growing up together, his, old, his older brother was actually one of my JUCO tight ends. His name is Chris Gonzalez, by the way. Went to Huntington Beach High School, grew up right up the street. We played together in the play. We actually played each other in high school twice. Um, he also played basketball when I, for his high school. We were obviously the number one team in the country in basketball. He was a great basketball player as well. Played at Cal Berkeley with Jason Kidd, um, Tremaine Folks, another good friend of mine. He was on that squad. Uh, Ed Gray, another L.A. kid. That Cal team was great. I think they lost in the Elite Eight uh, to Duke, I want to say, or North Carolina. But that, that Cal team was really good. Tony Gonzalez was a problem in college basketball. Could have played in the NBA. Uh, I don't think he would have ever had the same career, obviously. He would have just been a big, bulky power forward in the, in the NBA. You know, he's 6'6". Uh, probably could, you know, at that time. Um, but he was a great inline blocker. He was a great pass receiver and catcher. He always and also was uh, he did a lot of things that tight ends at that time were not willing to do. Uh, but Tony was a all around tight end who holds most records, and he played longer. That's one of the reasons I cannot put Gronk in there. I do think Gronk is probably the most talented tight end to play the game. But I don't put him there because I think he's played 11 years. He's only 33 years old. And I don't think you can put him as the best already. I think he scored in three of his four Super Bowl victories. Um... But anyway, Ozzie Newsom's my number two tight end. Ozzie Newsom redefined the position. He is what the Antonio Gates of the world, the Shannon Sharps, all those guys became later. Ozzie Newsom, also a friend of mine who, who was the player personnel of the Baltimore Ravens for a long time, a guy named Art Perkins who played running back for the San Diego Chargers, L.A. Rams, actually was a Compton College alum who was a coach at Compton College who coached my coach, who also allowed me to come into OTAs and minicamp with the Ravens way back for a couple days. Art Perkins is a great guy. Learned from Ozzie Newsome. Uh, played in that era. Ozzie Newsome was a different human. People don't realize that. Everyone wants to talk about the firemen and the plumbers and shit. The J.J. Reddick quote, which will, okay, well, how's that going now? 
<laughs> now that all these old school motherfuckers have came out and showed you that you fucking bitch made motherfuckers could never even have played in our era. A little less fucking played every game in our era. But anyway, Ozzy Newsom, I think, deserves a lot of fucking credit for what he did um, as a Colt, as a Brown. Uh, you know, he was original fucking th- vertical threat tight end that you did not see. Everybody was inline tight ends at the time. So Ozzy Newsom's one of my fa- uh, set number two. I put Gronk at three. I put Gronk at three. Um, like I said, I've already talked about Gronk, so I put him. That's where I put him. Shannon Sharp is four. I think Shannon Sharp redefined the athleticism of the position. I believe he was one of the fastest tight ends. His brother was one of the, Sterling Sharp was a freak of nature. A lot of cats don't know that Sterling was possibly a top five receiver of all time who had his career cut short because of a major neck injury. Sterling Sharp was a freak. You can ask Brett Favre that one. You can ask a lot of people that one. Um, But anyway, I got Shannon Sharp at four, and then I got Kellen Winslow Sr. at five. And Kellen was a freak, by the way. His son was a stud. He's also a pedophile. But... Notables, Greg Olson was right on the cusp. If you watch Greg Olson, good friend of mine, his 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 little brother Greg, uh, Kevin Olson played for me, obviously, um, who I'll have on the show. I'll have Kevin Olson come on the show. But notables, I have running on the ticker down there. If you don't know who some of those tight ends are, you should go look them up. There are some guys in there that a lot of people probably don't even know in this chat. A lot of notable tight ends that I put in there that a lot of people have to really look back and say, damn, the Keith Jacksons of the world who played for the Eagles for years. Um, Greg Olson was a freak for the Bears and and, and, uh, and coming back and then going to Carolina and dominating. Antonio Gates, obviously. Dave Casper is old school, if you don't know who that is. And John Mackey is who the tight end name, who the tight end award is named after. John Mackey is there. Uh, Jeremy Shockey um, is right there with Zach Ertz. Vernon Davis, who was a freak of nature. If you don't know who Ben Watson is, you should look it up. If you don't know who Ben Coates is, you should go ask Drew Bledsoe, who Ben Coates is. Ben Coates is a dude. He was a dude, played for the New England teams that weren't very good before Brady came. I believe Kelsey's going to be there. I, I don't want to put Kelsey in there too quick. Jay Novacek, I think I put in there. Um, he should have been on my notables. Uh, maybe I forgot him, but Novacek would have would have been in there. I like Travis Kelsey. I think Kelsey's going to be good, uh, possibly one of the top 10 tight ends of all time when his career is over. The only reason I got Ertz in there over Kelsey, I believe Ertz has done a little more to this point i think kittles will be up in the conversation um i believe there's some guys like that um that will be in there jason witten ain't no fucking top 10 tight end bro jason witten was a short slow average human who played on a great o-line who can easily had easily helped with combo blocks and look at all his fucking receptions they were flat routes. I didn't forget about Jason Witten. Motherfucker, I'm telling you right now, Jason Witten was an average white motherfucker. He should have been in the average white band, motherfucker. Jason Witten is average as shit. J- 
Jason Witten ain't no fucking different dude. Jason Witten's like fucking 6'2". He ain't no fucking dude. He was a floater. He moved around and played all these floating tight end positions. He wasn't no fucking inline tight end stretching the game vertical, making fucking great-ass vertical catches like any of those other motherfuckers I mentioned. Jason Witten, he's nuts. Jason Witten. Anyway, um... You motherfuckers just, you go for the popular motherfucker. That's the funny part. A lot of you motherfuckers go for the popular vote. You don't go for the true analytical breakdown of a motherfucker. I know the game. I'm not going to sit here and fucking talk about Jason Witten. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, well, if he's 6'6", he was a waste of sperm. Because that motherfucker didn't play 6'6". How about how about look at Tony Gonzalez and Greg Olson and Gronk who are six six? Go look how they play compared to Jason Witten. There's a six six, and then there's a motherfucker who plays six six. Jason Witten plays six two. Darren Waller is too early. He's too new in the business. Todd Heap, he he's good, but he was injured. Uh Dallas Clark, another Jason Witten to me. Dallas Clark's another Jason Witten. You know, these motherfuckers don't play big. They they were fuck if you're big, that's like if, you know, you, you got a porn dick and you want to play with fucking Eddie Manyweather's dick. No, motherfucker, you want to use your dick. Why would you be 66 and play 62? It makes no sense. <sighs> Greg Olson's a Hall of Famer, no question. No question about it. Um, so we have a problem, man. I, I don't know what the issue is, but the Swannigan kid dies at 25 years old. The Purdue player played for the Portland Trailblazers. Just a year ago, he was like 170 pounds. Now he's, he was, he's seen right before his death over the weekend, he was 300 pounds. Uh, he gained 200 pounds in less than a year, apparently. Greg, Greg Olson, I mean, yeah, Greg Olson is the best analytical guy on TV, but people don't know that yet. People don't realize that yet. Greg Olson's the best analyst breaking down football we have. I'm telling you right now, that's what he is. Um, Swanigan dies at 25, okay? Today, Jalen Ferguson... 26-year-old linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens died. Okay? Dwayne Haskins just died. Okay? What is going on? What is the common denominator? Further proof that our dads, again, dads, not fathers... Our dads lack. And we are failing the young men in this country day by day. We're failing the young men in this country day by day. Our fucking dads are. Because we don't have fathers. There's no fathers. There's only dads. And no way in the hell should these kids be dying like this. Dwayne Haskins a few months ago, fucking Jalen Ferguson, Swanigan. The, there's numerous amounts of young kids doing this shit, getting killed for whatever reason. 
as of late, we have this problem. It's the true pandemic. I just broke it down on Contrary to Belief. That is the true epidemic and pandemic. Lack of parenting. Lack of good parenting. You can't sit here and tell me that Dwayne Haskins had a good father in his life. Maybe he did. I'm just saying, what's going on? Haskins got... Haskins got killed by a driver because he was drunk, homie, walking on against one-way traffic. Kanye, come on, dog. Is that normal fucking behavior for a 20-fucking-four or five-year-old? Come on, man. A millionaire on top of that with the resources that he has to be drunk walking against oncoming traffic in fucking Florida? That's normal fucking shit? Dog, we're... We have failed these kids somewhere. We have failed them. We have failed them. And <laughs> we have a huge issue going on. And it's parenting. It's actually lack of fathers in our boys' lives. Because a mama can't raise a son like a daddy can. Or a father can, I should say. Like a father can. And that is the fucking problem that, yeah, Kanye, you didn't know that? Yeah, Alan, Alan, Alan knows Dwayne and was right there with Dwayne. He knows Dwayne's whole situation and lives right by him and was used to fucking work out with him and everything, Alan. Alan will tell you the whole breakdown. Dwayne was fucked up. So, anyway, we have a lack. The common denominator here is lack of fucking father. Lack of fathers in our young boys' lives. And boys are now having kids at an all-time high. And guess what? The majority of these kids are boys. And now guess what? You have a boy raising a boy. So now that new generation's fucked from Jump Street. And now this new generation's is the most enabled fucking crew of kids that we've ever had. They're entitled. They think everything's owed to them because their daddy is a boy. We have boys having babies, which back in the day was babies having babies. And in the crackhead uh, pandemic or epidemic in the 80s when I grew up, that was what we were having. We were having babies having babies. And at the time, it was a crackhead epidemic, pandemic, and nobody wants to talk about that shit. So... We have a lack of fucking parenting, a lack of fucking father, especially the father. And people have to understand, women have to understand, there's no knock on you. I'm not sexist. But ladies, you can't raise a boy into a man like a man can. It just It's just what it is. It's just what it is. PJ adds a bunch of money all of a sudden, but cites their own reasons. But... Just keep it 100, PJ. Live made you do it before you lose everyone. You lost Kepka. Who's next? Who is going to be the face of the PGA? Please let me know. I have to know who the fuck is going to be the face of the PGA. Because DeChambeau's gone. DJ's gone. Fucking Kepka's now gone. All you have is is a crippled Tiger Woods who will never play consistently again. So the PGA's big 
face is gone. Morikawa, sorry to tell you, Brad, he's going to be in the live very soon. <laughs> so, just so you know. Um, so, you're telling me that Rory McElroy and Justin Thomas is going to be the face of your fucking league. And it's going to be so boring. Dog, just so you know, Rory is not the motherfucker. Rory is not the fucking dude to be the face of something. And either is Justin Thomas. You're going to have the biggest downfall ever on attendance, on viewership, on everything. The only thing you're going to get is is a Masters or something like that where all the live players come over and play. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they fucking win the PGA or not. The live folks are going to play in those tournaments. And you're going to see. Well, Ron will be in the live very soon too, Taylor. Ron will be in the live too. Taylor, I'll hit you later and tell you the conversation I had today. But Ron, I'm telling you, the PGA's fucked, Taylor. PGA's going to not, was not what it's going to be. Taylor, I'll be in Portland next week with, 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 with Pat. Um... I'm headed there, man. Fuck it. I'm going. Brittany Griner's wife bitching about not talking to her blames the White House. See, have you noticed the trend of this show today? Have you noticed the trend of everything that's coming down? Have you noticed how fucking soft and enabled we are as society in every facet, in every aspect, in every single scenario that comes up? Have you noticed it? Have you noticed the fucking issues that we have? Um, I'm just telling you, man. Uh, it is what it is, and you guys aren't getting it, man. You guys aren't getting it. I, You know, I got some information from somebody, um, and I'm working on a live deal, Jeremiah. Um I got information, breaking information here a couple minutes ago. I don't know if you've heard this, but I got to break this on the show because I think it's something needs to be said. Apparently, the cancel culture is back. They're out harder than ever. And I'll get back to Brittany Griner and his and her his wife. <laughs> The cancel culture, um, feminist groups, right? The LGBTQs and all these people. Have you heard this latest shit that's come out? You're going to see it soon. And you're going to say, you heard it first on the Hate Me Now, Love Me Later show. And JB broke news once again with some real shit. And here it goes. This cancel culture society that we have. The LGBTQ or whatever the fuck they're called. The made up humans. I call them made up humans. Okay. Made up humans. Have put a petition together. Now I'm not shitting you guys. And if you've heard this. Then then then, then kudos to you. But you're about to hear us some shit. They've put a fucking literal petition together. To cancel. Father's Day. This is real shit. I swear to God, this will break news soon. I'm sure you'll see it on Twitter somewhere. 
They've put a petition together to cancel Father's Day. And I, I, I don't understand. It's offensive, apparently, to same-sex parents and single mothers. Ban, hashtag ban Father's Day is literally going out there, going around. You got to be shitting me, dog. Ban Father's Day. So fuck all the real fathers out here who raise their kids. Let's just, man, I don't even want to get into it, dog. This shit irks me so much on a different level. That I I can't even fathom it, dog. I cannot fathom it. I don't even want to get into it. Uh, Mother's Day then needs to be canceled too. Let's just make non-binary day or whatever the fuck you call it. Let's name pronoun day. Let's have pronoun day. Let's have pronoun day. No, they won't cancel Mother's Day, dog. You know what I'm saying? Let's just have made up human day. We need to have made up human day. That's what we need to have. It, it is really a thing, Jeremiah. It's coming down the pipe. Just wait for it. I hope it never happens. I hope it never gets that big. I hope some people drop their nuts and fight back with your fucking voice and say, fuck you. We have First Amendment rights, too. Not only can you made up humans talk shit, we can talk, too. Motherfuckers. I can't stand these bitch made motherfuckers, man. Fuck these motherfuckers. That's what it is. That's real shit. You do you, homie. Be who you want to be. All you fucking LGBTQT, all you fucks out there, go ahead and do you. Be you. Do what you want to do. Stay out my way, homie. Stay out my way and my people's way. I don't care how you go about life. I'm not bashing you. I'm not here to bash you, disrespect you. I'm not going to disregard you. No, I am going to disregard you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to disrespect you. I'm not going to beat you up. I'm not going to do any of this shit. But I also have my core value beliefs, just like you have yours. And if mine don't correspond with yours, then we keep it pushing. So be it. Why can't I not disagree with you and be canceled? I have the right to disagree with you. You have the right to disagree with my masculinity, alpha, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I have a disagreement too. I want to disagree against your fucking made up humans, your pronoun fucking terms, and your fucking non-binary bullshit. I want to have the fucking right to say that too. Because you're made up humans. You're not real. You weren't born, motherfuckers. That's what you don't get. You were not birthed in this world the way it was intended. I'm sorry. You are a made-up human. You've made up your fucking gender. It's not real. You will never be able to get rid of the chromosomes that you were born with Contrary to your fucking belief, you have either the XY or the X chromosome. 
Sorry to break it down to you. You can't pull out your fucking chromosomes. You might cut your dick off. You may clutch, cut your clit off. You can't get rid of your X and Y chromosome, man. You can't get rid of the X chromosome females, ladies. I'm sorry. The male is still going to dictate the sex of your fucking baby. The male is still going to dictate the sex of the outcome of your child. And guess what, Elon Musk fucking daughter slash son? You ain't going to be able to change that shit, you bitch-made motherfuckers. That's what the real shit is. You soft fucking genetically fucking made up human fucks. You don't understand that the fucking chromosomes are non-negotiable. Guess what's going to happen, dumb fucks? You think that this dick getting cut off is really solving an issue. Well, guess what? The male still dictates the sex of the fucking baby. Can't have two pussies rubbed together and come out with a boy, motherfucker. You motherfuckers better start fucking waking up and realizing that shit. I'm sorry that the truth hurts you fucks. I'm sorry that real recognizes real. And I'm sorry that you have a fucking problem. I'm sorry that you have a problem with the truth. But I don't have to agree with your fucking truth. And my truth, contrary to belief, is reality. <laughs> My truth is the actual reality. You live in fucking la-la land, motherfucker. And now you want to cancel Father's Day, motherfucker? I wish you would, motherfucking try to cancel fucking Father's Day. So I can't celebrate my fucking father who raised the motherfucker the right way? Bitch, fucking please. Get your made-up human motherfucking bitch-made ass out of my face. Because I will slap the fuck out of one of you motherfuckers, just so we're clear. The other day in the bar I was at, I, I, I know where I was at. I was in Long Beach, right? And it is a very, very gay pride full community. I lived in it for 25 years. I love Long Beach. I don't give a fuck what happens. It is what it is. Pride, go ahead. I'm not, I don't have no issue. I don't bang on pride. I don't bash pride. It actually brings a lot of pussy there. I love chasing the pussy around in pride. It brings pussy to the fucking city. Trust me, girls hang out with who? Homosexual men. And guess what? Shit. <laughs> I throw dick to dykes. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, having said I throw dick to dykes, that now that's out there, um, I love the pussy it brought. So I have no issues with pride. So I was at a gay bar. Or no, I wasn't at a gay bar. Fuck. I was at a bar. And some homosexuals came in there. And this guy's flaunting around this fucking red, like, dress thing. And he sits by me. I have no issue. No issue. It's not like I looked at him crazy or nothing. Me and my homeboys are chilling. You saw the video of the girl with the fucking Mariana Rivera tattoo, right? So we're chopping it up. And this motherfucker rubs his red touche or whatever they call him, motherfucker, rubs it on my back of my back. So that is where you cross the line. That's where you cross the motherfucking line. TJL was at dogs, dog. I fucked up because I meant I say a gay person walked in. I know I said gay bar. It wasn't a gay bar, motherfucker. Shut up. So anyway, I fucking turned around and said, don't fucking lay your fucking scarf on me or whatever the fuck it was. 
And then he sucked his teeth and went about his fucking little bitch-ass ways, right? And I think he saw the eye of the tiger, and he knew I wasn't to be fucked with. I don't give a fuck if he was a biker who weighed 300 pounds of raw muscle. I was telling him the same shit, and we probably get into it. I, I'm not. I'm an equal opportunist asshole. Don't put your t- body, hands, or self on a motherfucker you don't know. I don't give a fuck if you're straight, if you're bi, if you're gay, if you're trans. I don't give a fuck what you are. You shouldn't touch another human being that you don't know. Am I right or wrong? I'm sorry. Am I not telling the truth? So he left the area. And it's crazy how people... It's crazy how... This is the shit we get into. This is a true story. You can ask my friend and I can, you can ask the owner of the place. He was later and maybe 10 minutes later kicked out of the bar. He threw up on himself. They threw up and threw away his garment he was wearing because he threw up all over it and it was all over the place. He got thrown out because he was fucking with people in there and he would have got his ass whooped eventually. And they threw him out. But yet, I'm the asshole. (laughs) See what I'm saying? That's how fucking soft we are, or how enabled we are, and how fast and quickly we take one side. So then I'm looked at as the asshole by this girl next to me. And then the guy gets kicked out for fucking with other people. And I look back at her, and I said, hey, by the way, Mariana Rivera. Is that okay? You live in a world where you you can just go around and fucking talk shit and be a fucking pest to all kind of humans just enjoying their night and drinking? Well, no, I'm sorry. But no, you're not sorry. Because, bitch, you already called me out as a fucking asshole. Mariano fucking Rivera. So now that you guys know the truth, that's what happened. And it is what it is. It is what it is. But people don't want to talk about that shit. Um, but Brittany Griner can bitch at the White House and talk about that that should be priority. That's not a priority. It shouldn't be. And if Biden makes it priority, then we're so fucked up that it's it's beyond reckon, fixable, right? It's beyond fixable. So let's just make sure we're clear that Brittany Griner not getting on the phone with her fucking wife is probably not the most important fucking thing in the world. I'm sorry. And everybody that's on ESPN and everybody that's out there gunning in her defense. Hey, man, why don't you worry about the fucking homeless right here in our backyard? Why don't you worry about the fucking hungry people? Why don't you worry about... Have you guys heard about... um, Have you guys heard about this fucking... uh, Damn it. I had it. I had it. I had it. I had it. It's called... Fuck, I don't know what it's called, but I hear it's called I hear it's called Day Zero or something. They're calling it Day Zero or Ground Zero. If you guys have, Oh, it's called Day Zero. It's called Day Zero. Have you heard about Day Zero? Anyone in here? Have you guys heard about Day Zero? Day Zero has not been talked about. Nobody wants to talk about it. We want to talk about Brittany Griner and her fucking wife, okay? Or his wife. We don't want to talk about Day Zero. Day Zero is a South African town that's weeks away, maybe days away 
from having zero tap water in their town. Zero water resources. Zero. The place is literally cracking. It's so dry. They have had no water in, I guess, four years. They haven't had any rain. It's a South African city. Go look it up. Go find it. Go do use your famous Google and find Day Zero. It's a fucking town that's basically being just shit on. And apparently nobody's helping them. But we'll help Ukraine. We'll help all these other fucking people. We'll help everybody else besides our own fucking people. But we won't help anybody else. Like, we won't help a motherfucker that has no water at all. And, um, but let's prioritize Brittany Griner. Let's get her back. Because, God forbid, she is going to help the world. She'll get back here and make U.S. right again, people. She's going to get our gas prices down. She's going to make sure that the fucking meat prices don't skyrocket. <laughs> hey, goddamn, homie. Like, wake the fuck up. Let's prioritize our shit and let's get back to real shit. Kanye, that's not true. South Africa is actually more white than black. Again, contrary to y'all belief. Um, I do not know you could be right, Kanye, on the fact that it's a black town, but I think it's a mixed town. South Africa is actually very white in a lot of areas. Now, of course, it has black areas like no other, but I'm saying I think the town is a mixed town. And now what I saw, I actually saw white people in there. Now, it might be a black town. I don't know. I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth, but I know South Africa is a lot more... Um, mixed than let's say Africa you know what I'm saying so um I just think because it's in the fucking middle of nowhere nobody gives a fuck I think we we rather we rather we rather worry about shit like monkey pox not calling it monkey pox because it's offensive um, master bedrooms, and I get it. I shit. Trust me, I get why brothers and sisters don't like the term. I get it, but fuck, man. There's tigers, lions, fucking birds. I mean, we got all kind of shit. We got bird flu, swine flu. We got bird fucking uh, issues. We got all these issues. I think we become so ignorant. And enabled that we want, and I get it. I think brothers should get reparations. <laughs> I do. I do. Asian Americans get them. Asian Americans get them from Vietnam War. I don't understand why brothers can't give them from slavery. <laughs> like, why we can't get reparations for brothers for going through slavery. But at the same time, we have to grow up and we have to start, again, lack of fathers. We don't fucking teach our youth. We have to fucking understand that we have to move on and get better from the shit that's no longer here. Even though we know brothers are still getting fucked over. We still know that too. Don't think I'm disregarding it. I'm just telling you we need to get over the fact and start teaching motherfuckers the real. And let's start teaching our babies not to fucking smash and grab. Not to beat up our own and try to... Stab our own fucking elderly women and men. And let's start doing that. Snoop Dogg, LeBron James, fucking um, Dr. Dre. Where's all Oprah? Where you at, motherfucker? Where's all the fucking famous black folks out here 
to discuss the young black folks being absolute fucking menaces to our own black folks. That's what the issue I have is with all the inner city folks that I talk to on a daily fucking basis. Because real recognize is real. And we don't want to fucking go out and talk to them. See, I'm the motherfucking only white dude in the hood talking to these young motherfuckers. And I'm banging on them on top of that. And you know why I don't have no worry in the world? Because they don't have no fucking backup. They don't have no backing. See, you motherfuckers don't think. They don't have no backing. Because their daddies are not around and they don't have a father. Where's their father at? Because their father would be putting their ass in check and they wouldn't be there on the fucking street breaking into their own fucking people's liquor stores. But see, can't keep it real no more. We can't keep the real shit out there and we can't tell the truth because then we get canceled. It's just a distraction to illegitimize what's really happening. We don't want to break it down. We don't want to break it down. So, um, is that true, Kanye? That's the real Kanye? Well, then shit. Hey, you taught me something. I thought South Africa had a lot of white folks. Um... Now, Brad's saying Cape Town's more white. So what is it? Who knows? I don't know. I'm not on Google. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm just giving you the real. I don't know. Um, I got some more real news for you guys, though. Um, I'm breaking down some real shit here. We're at the two-hour mark. Appreciate everybody coming in. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, Robert. RG3, Robert Griffin III, all right, was an average NFL quarterback, freak of nature in college, won the Heisman, Baylor, uh, you know, ripped it, went to the NFL, became very shitty very quickly, okay? Um, he was supposed to come out with a book, if you don't remember. He was talking about being sexually assaulted, and he had this book coming out. And if you don't remember this book, you guys should go Google that shit, Okay? Um, go Google, by the way, shout out to T-Mac, Tracy McGrady followed me on Twitter, uh, just got a DM back from him, I'm trying to get him on the show, shout out to T-Mac, uh, hopefully I'll get Tracy McGrady on the show, man, we'll get this show blown up, Tracy McGrady, one of my favorites, I always talk about him on here, talk about how great he is, I would love to talk to him about his fucking baggy pants, just like I wear on TV, love that shit, cause he's old school, and uh love to have him come on and chop it up. Um, so shout out to T-Mac. Um, yeah, why is T-Mac not top 75? Fuck. Um, anyway, RG3 was supposed to come out with a book about being sexually assaulted. Okay. Um, with the Redskins, by the way. Did you remember that? So then the book didn't come out all of a sudden. I don't know if you knew that. But apparently his ass has a lot of dirt on some folks is what rumor is. And apparently all of a sudden we see that the book doesn't come out. Have you noticed that he never had a book come out? Did you know that? Well, not only did the book come out, but all of a sudden this motherfucker is on everything. He's on ESPN, he's on Fox, he's on fucking College Game Day, he's on everything. And he's now supposedly the best fucking quarterback guy in America. But you were shitty when you played. 
You can't call anything the right way. And this motherfucker has Lamar Jackson as the best quarterback in the NFL today. He put him as the number one quarterback. Um, it's, it's ironic. It's ironic that Daniel Snyder now is avoiding like the plague NFL fucking... Uh, this 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 meeting they're having about this the, all these fucking sexual assaults and shit, right? Is RG three part of that shit? Is RG three part of that shit? You guys better start looking into some of this shit, dog. You better start opening your eyes. RG three just apparently, literally, you do realize that RG three took the spot of a motherfuckers that knew the sport way more than him like now let me retract that statement okay that's how you do it you have to retract it right away not tomorrow you retract it now i'm retracting that statement i think rg3 knows the game better than all these analytic guys because he played the position he knows the position and he knows how the nfl operates i do not believe he's a better announcer than these people that have been on the show forever and doing games, okay? The congressional hearing, Jeremiah, yes, thank you. Uh, Daniel Snyder's avoiding that like the plague. And I think that RG3 has some shit, and I think he got paid, and I think that people pulled strings for him, and I think RG3 became instantly a household name on TV again. And I think that was to shut him up from putting a book out. That's my take. I'm leaving with it. Please understand it. That's where I'm going with it. Um, Southwest Airline pilots protested yesterday, boycotted in Dallas. Thousands of pilots would not fly if you didn't see that. And you wonder why. Our fucking airline tickets are so high. It's unbelievable. Our airline fucking tickets are high as giraffe pussy. We got airline flights from here to Vegas going for $400, where it used to be $89. It's high as giraffe pussy, man. It's unbelievable. Man, I'm so fucking long-winded today. We are in this show. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. We got over 100 people in here for the whole show. Much love to everybody. Um, make sure you guys become a member if you're not a member. Best $1.99 you can spend per month. Um, we still got more show to go, man. I got to be honest. I'm still going. I got to let the dogs take a potty break. Let them out. Uh, give me a minute. Um, and, uh, I still got a trivia question to ask and, uh, and tomorrow's Thursday, Thursday, we're going to have a few giveaways tomorrow, 5 PM. It's only going to be like a 30 minute show. I'm going to make a few, uh, cocktails. Um, slapstick vodka is out there. It's a fire ass bottle. I ain't never seen a vodka bottle this fire. I'm telling you, I think this is the best fucking label. I got the best label maker maker. Shout out to Joel Baker. Um, Joel Baker, he is a cold motherfucker when it comes to these, uh, when it comes to these labels. So the vodka is out tomorrow, live and running. We're going to hit it running. Shout out to everybody that supports it. A lot of folks want the vodka. Um, so I appreciate you guys and, uh, we're going to get it going. It's going to be online. We're going to be in Tennessee, we're going to be in uh, Oklahoma, we're going to be everywhere the whiskey is right now, plus we're going to push that. I got a whiskey announcement to make tomorrow as well, so um, appreciate that. Um, But look, I'll be right back 
listen, and, and like I said, Monday, come Monday, we're going to have so many more new videos, so many new things uh, for commercial breaks and so forth. But uh, apparently, everyone on Spotify, iTunes, and Apple, hope you guys are enjoying. Make sure you venture on over to YouTube. Um, I got two of my female dogs fucking right now, Jeremiah. So what should I do? Should I get rid of them? Fucking stupid. How dumb motherfuckers are. Bailey, stop fucking Callie. You both have vaginas. You're not fucking the transgender swimmer, motherfucker. Stop thinking you are. Stay tuned. I'll be right back. Let them out and piss, and I'll be right back. Appreciate you guys. We all grew up together out here, so... Um, you know, I hope Eric gets the shot, man. I, the people, you know, they hired the dude. The Eagles hire old boy. This motherfucker can't even speak on the damn mic. Like, and they're saying Eric don't interview well. Like, well, shit, he still deserves a shot to say he failed or he proved himself. Like, this dude's getting a shot. He can't even speak. You know, you know, when people don't interview well, that means they're not speaking your language. No, that's exactly right. I was about to say the like, same shit. Hell yeah, like, you're right. Like, like when they say, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You don't know what they're saying. Clean speaking to say, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you understand? Nah, mm -hmm. I don't understand. That's basically what they're saying. Hell yeah, that's what it is, man. And like I said, until we get some black owners in there, man, to get some black GMs, we gotta. It's just one of them things, man. I've had multiple people on talking about it. It's just, it's a shitty thing. We got this Rooney rule, and I don't know if you agree. I, you know, it's controversial. I've had Marcellus Wiley on. We grew up together as well, man, and Larry Allen and, and def different dudes in Compton. And we were talking about this, man, before I let you get out of here. I'm like, you know, man, if I was Marvin Jones or Marvin Lewis, who who took these token interviews with the Cowboys last year and a couple other dudes, and I know Marvin a little bit. Marvin's a great dude. He was at Arizona State last year. But I would be like, Marvin, fuck him. Don't, don't, don't interview. Don't take the interview. Because you know, and it's hard to do, though. And he, and he told me, he's like, JB, it's hard to do for the young brothers, though, coming up. Because if the young brothers see me turn it down, then – they don't have a shot, and I, and it's just in a horrible catch twenty two situation, man. And I just think that it's uh, JB, it's let's hard. Be real. Let's be real. I love Marvin, but Marvin got to know these people ain't hiring his ass, man. That's what I said. Come on, <laughs> Marvin, man. You, you understand? You got the longest tenure for a losing coach in Cincinnati, a black losing coach. Yeah, so what? Shit, 12, 15 years, damn near. Come on, man. You you not you're not getting that. You're not getting that. That's exactly not, right. That's not happen. Yo, yo, yo. All right, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Sorry about that. On the audio side, I got to get a longer video. Um, anyway, we're in there like swimwear. Um, Appreciate you. We got a new member in the house. I appreciate you. Alex Ravel becoming a member. Shout out. Um, all right. Taylor, you think you're you're good with this shit? Real quick, though, I want to break this down real fast. I got to break this down. I got to I gotta talk about this. Um, Martin Sheen regrets changing his name. He says he regrets changing it for acting career. His legal name is still Ramon Estevez and commends his son Emilio Estevez as he kept his name the whole time. So what's up with Charlie Sheen? Just fuck him? Come on, Charlie Sheen's my boy. Hold on. He's my boy. Come on, buddy. Charlie Sheen is my boy. You gotta give Charlie Sheen some love, dog. I don't understand. Um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to get it into 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 those states. I'm trying to get it in those states, so um, I will get it in there soon. Uh, I hope. Appreciate it. Um, so we're gonna head to the love love me later segment of the show, which is the ending portion of the show. We're two hours ten minutes in. Appreciate everybody. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. I gotta talk about. So we got you know. We got the Hate Me Now segment, which is kind of our hot takes. We got the First and Ten segment, which is our intro. And then we have, you know, obviously everything in between, contrary to belief, all the different shit. Um, but then we, we're at the Love Me Later, all right? We're at the Love Me Later, because I don't give a fuck if you love me later. But Love Me Later is the outro, the finalization of the show for the day. And... I got to discuss some things, all right? Real shit, real quick. But before that, I'm going to have the trivia question come on in. So you guys can literally call in. If you're a member, this is members only get to call in. And I'm going to take the first few callers that don't get it. Like, I'll, I'll give you up to three callers. So if you can, if, if the first caller don't get it, then the second caller can try. And if the third try, and then that's it. You don't get it. And then it carries over till Friday. That's how we're going to do it. So, the trivia question is an opportunity to um, win a shirt, hoodie, hat, visor, all right? And then tomorrow's trivia will be, I will, tomorrow I'll have a trivia question out for um, an opportunity to win a bottle. So, um Eddie, are you ready to do this? Eddie, you better not you better not have to take off your mask and leave the building and shit, homie. <laughs> nah. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah, I want Go Hello? Ahead. Yeah, I want to know about like what's your take on like Kyrie, like and him get they trading for Westbrook and all that. Man, what I I'll talk That's about uh, Kyrie. I'm gonna talk about Kyrie on uh Friday, but uh all right. I don't you know I, you know me, I think he's a bitch-made cat. I don't like the motherfucker at all. And I, and I just pray to God he don't come to the Lakers. I don't want that motherfucker here. I do not want that motherfucker in L.A. We just got to stay healthy. I just feel like we, we, we're, I don't know, that, that bubble championship, that kind of hurt us, though. We didn't recover from that, like, and that quick turnaround. Yeah. That kind of like, that. I feel like that's what the issue was. And, like, we're of, a, of age. This is still a good team, though. I, I, I don't know. I'm a sweet. I feel like I don't know. I, I think it's a bad, a bad makeup, man. I think they're bad. Uh, I think they have a bad makeup, man. They're old and they're they're just they're fi- they're all five years past their prime, all of them except maybe LeBron ain't five years past his prime, but he's definitely out of his prime. But the rest of them are five years out their prime. AD's in his prime and looks like he's eighty. So I, yeah, I, I don't I don't know. And, and Kyrie added to that shit. Oh, dog, you're gonna have the biggest fucking headache. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't want that motherfucker in LA. Like I would never want that cat in LA. But it is what it is. And um about the I don't know, I just like your takes on the NBA playoffs and like you were you were right on about the picks and all that and NFL and all that. But how you feel about um like the Cowboys? I'm a Cowboy fan and all that. How you how you, how far you think they're gonna go next year? I I think the tr- I think Cowboys got worse, man. You, they, they lost Amari Cooper. You lost Cedric Wilson. You have no O line continuity. Your running back is a year late, a year older. Running backs don't last very long in this league. Your quarterback is still not a playoff winning caliber guy. 
And now you have lost your best defensive player, in my opinion. So, like, wh- where they get better at? Like, I, I don't understand just, where they get better, where they got better. People come talk about how they got better. Where'd they get better? You got you got to give Dak. Like, you got to look at, like, that coming back from that injury, like, that's, like, impressive to me, though. Like, he broke his whole ankle, like, and then, the, like, the performing how he did last year, that's, like, impressive though i just feel like we got let me ask you this dog let me ask you this people forget this shit let me ask you this it was that impressive or was adrian peterson more impressive that came back from a full-blown knee injury even faster than Dak came back and still was an mvp candidate the next year that's more impressive than what Dak did Dak did some shit that was expected of him in my opinion you're the big time quarterback you asked for all that money you you held the cowboys hostage for all that money and then you underperformed. To me, it's about a results-oriented business, dog. You you fucking lacked the performance. You didn't make it. So I I think he uh, I think he uh, is right where I thought he would be. Like that's who I thought he was. That's just what it is. But you know, I don't know. That's yeah. I, that's I respect. I, I respect that. Though. I, that's all I had. Though. I just wanted to know. About, yeah. Uh, talk to you about that. That's all I had. Though. All right. I'll, I'll let be you. on the lookout for. All right. Then. All right. Later. All right. Uh, and, all right. So look. Eddie didn't call in for the trivia, so he called in to ask a question. This was not the question portion, but I love Eddie. You guys call in if you want to do the trivia. I'm going to put it up. I'm waiting for somebody to call in that wants to take a shot at this. It is sports-related. It is sports-related. I'll give you that. It is sports-related. Taylor, where you at, dog? I don't know if you're going to get it, homie. Um, Taylor, I hope you win it so you can just grab a bottle from this fucking distillery. Um... I'm just playing. I'm not giving away a bottle right now. But anyway, the the chat, it, it, the link is in the chat. Somebody call in. If nobody calls in, then fuck it. We'll move on. Um, I ain't going to beg you motherfuckers to give you something. Shit. Um, Brian Martinez. Fuck, dog. Man, you're going to have to send me a fucking personal invite, homie. Because I have too much going on to remember about getting your fucking tracking for your third fucking book I've sent you. Brian, I just want to be clear. I don't lie. And so I would never lie. Anyone that's been in here, except for my boy, Josh, who got fucked because he's another one um, that has not had the shit sent to him or did, and it's taken forever. I apologize for all the late shit. This is a new situation with all these apparel and garment stuff. But anyone else can tell you, I've been pretty much 100% on getting them their shit. So it's not really going to behoove me to fuck over somebody that won a thing or bought something from me. It's not the reputation I want to have. So having said that, I've sent Brian multiple books. I've sent Brian multiple fucking uh, garments. Hector, what up? Motherfucker out here looking like fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? Villa Villa fucking the grocer. What's that motherfucking name? The wrestler who's an actor now? <laughs> I don't know, but it's funny. Have you seen uh have you seen uh Stuber? Nah. You haven't seen Stuber, homie? Nah. Come on, Dave Batista. Oh, but the Batista bomb? You know Dave Batista? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Motherfucker came out here looking like Steve uh Batista. Alright. You want to shot at this trivia? Yeah, no. No one calls, so I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll call in. Right? That motherfucker's scared off. 
Sean Waffle, hold up. Maybe you can win it. Brandon, you're next. You got a shot at it. There's people in the queue. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I can't throw it on the scroll. I can't scroll it across the bottom because everybody will Google it. So here we go. I'm gonna bring Brandon and I'm gonna bring Sean on at the same time. All right, we're gonna, I'm gonna bring everybody in at the same time, and then. I'm going to ask the question. I will mute Sean and I will mute Brandon. If Hector don't get it, then I'll go to Brandon. If he don't get it, I'll go to Sean, and that's it. So here's a, here it is. Uh, there's a chance to win a T-shirt, a hat, or a hoodie of your choice. You just got to tell me what you want. Um. So hold on. Let me let me get this motherfucker because I, I have to pull it up now because it's all new format for me. So. Here we go. Ready? Listen carefully. In which sport, Hector, are Barnani, Rudolph, and Randolph all techniques? A Barani, a Rudolph, and a Randolph are techniques in this sport. Tennis? Nope. Wrong. <laughs> hold on. You just hold on. Uh, Brandon, you know it? Uh, huh? Cricket? No, hold on. Sean, you know it? He just took my answer, so... You said cricket? Um, you said croquet or cricket? I'll say croquet. No, one second. Taylor, what up? Hold on, Taylor. You know it? No, what's your trivia question? In what sport is a Barani, a Rudolph, and a Randolph techniques in? Who knows? Is that some kind of down block or something? <laughs> Come on, now you're a coach. It's trampoline. Trampoline. JB, you're old as hell. Trampoline. Now let me let me unmute everybody before I get into the final list thing in here. What up, um, Brandon? I ain't seen you in a while. Sean, what's up? Thanks for calling in. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Coach. Popping. Chilling, Brandon. Where you at, man? You look like you were asleep. I thought you were driving sleep, so I had to bring you in this fucking chat so you didn't fucking crash. What's going on? Nah, no. We just, I just got back from uh, Mexico the other day. I was at the. Uh, Mexico Nationals, I'm a wrestling coach, so we had a couple of kids go to Nationals down there. Oh, okay. You should have had Dave Bautista in that motherfucker. He's right here in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, facts, facts. <laughs> what's been up? What's up, Sean? Where you at, Sean? I'm in Casey Mo. Okay, here we go. There we go. What part? Uh, I live up by the airport area. Okay, okay. You're on the, not too far so, from the border, huh? So, yeah, I used to live down in OP and down in Jonathan County and got the hell out of there. It's getting way too crowded. Really? Yeah. I like, uh... I was down in, I was down in Johnson County for like 20 years. It's like, fuck this. I gotta get out of here. You know, that Juco, if they ever put football, would be a fucking powerhouse. Oh, my God. You're not lying there. Yeah. Their basketball team is really good. Yeah, they, I mean, they could be a powerhouse in football with, with, with dorms, with the, with the situation. Largest Juco in, in that whole Midwest area. Uh, a lot of good athletes in the metro. Yeah, you've had you know the 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 brothers. What were they? Uh, you had the brothers, uh, the Rush brothers. Um, back in the day, played at UCLA, then one transfer went back to Missouri. And yeah, then 
You John, had uh, uh, the sprinter, uh, Mitchell, or uh, not Mitchell. Uh, who was a sprinter, a world champion? Um, Green? Ernest Green. Ernest Green came out of Schlegel. Yep, 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 yep. Um, yeah, but you're talking area. about like Jerron Rush, didn't he? Isn't he the one that went to UCLA? Yep. Yep. And then Kareem Rush went to Missouri, and then Brandon Rush went to KU. Yep. Yep. I think Kareem went to dudes, UCLA. All first. those guys went to a small, like, 2A Missouri high school, private school, yep. uh, yep. Pembroke Hill. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I used to recruit all that the whole area, Blue, Blue Valley, all the way to Olathe, Olathe North. I got a lot of good kids out of all those areas. So, um, you know, it's, it was a good area. I, I like that area. I like recruiting up there. But Were you uh, – did you recruit Olathe North when Gene Weir was head coach? Yeah, I know Gene well. Gene was an old uh, – so Gene used to be at Hutchison way back from what I hear. And um, then he went back over east. He went back to east. And then so Olathe North, he was the head coach when I got a – I got a – the best running back in the state of Kansas, I got him to sign at Garden City for me, uh, Venus Triplett. Um, I ended up getting him in 14, 15 year, it would have been. So right. He ended up playing for me at Garden City, uh, and he was from Olathe North. So what years were you at Garden? 14. The, well, I got the, I took the job in December of 14, so I was there all, most of 15, and then I left before the season even began, and I took the indie job before, and then I... Uh, so you just you just missed Tyreek Hill by a year or two, right? I missed Tyreek and uh, Brandon Marshall. They were both there on the same team, actually, that went four and six. How do you go four and six with those two? But that's who was there. Brandon Marshall was the quarterback. Tyreek Hill was the running back slot, and then... Uh, uh, I missed him by a year, I, I, and then um, fuck, and then Hutch had uh, Hutch had uh, the running back. That's who's the running back? Oh yeah, Nick Marshall. Sorry, uh, the running back that's at uh, the Saints right now. Camara. Camara. So so Hutch had Camara and fucking. The 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 fucking dude that's with the Bears now, or no? Who's he with? Um, fuck! He just got a big extension. Actually, he plays everything. He plays running back, receiver, returner. Uh, uh, Corday Patterson. So Corday Patterson initially went to Alabama out of high school, then didn't make grades and got put to Hutchison. Yeah, so did Cordero Patterson. So it was Cordero Patterson and Kamara, and then so, and Butler. Butler Juco had. Zach Taylor, the head coach for the fucking pay, uh, Bengals yeah, now. Butler, Butler, uh, Zach Taylor was recruited by the coach now at Colorado State, Jay Norvell. Um, when he was at Nebraska under Callahan, he's the one that recruited uh, Zach Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Norvell was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about Troy, Troy Morrell was the coach at Butler all those years. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I know, yeah, I know, I know Norvell was in on recruiting Zach Taylor. Because he, like Zach Taylor only had like two offers coming out of uh, Butler. It was like Marshall and Nebraska. Yeah, I think that was it. It might have been, yeah. And he a lot, a lot pretty good at Nebraska. Came out of there though. A lot of dudes came out of there. Um, the defensive men for uh, the Cowboys played at Butler. Yep, yep, yep. Well, back shit. in like 2011. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking 
Yeah, there, there's a long I mean, list. You got, I mean, Coach, you know this, but when I was in high school a long time ago, the powerhouses of the Jayhawk Commerce were Cotterville and Butler, period. Yeah. yeah. And then things started changing as time went on. But Wait, when were you? I mean, when did you go to high school? Manhattan. You graduated what? Eighties, nine, early nineties. What? I graduated eighty-eight. So, uh, so one of my good one of my good buddies played on that national championship team at Coffville in nineteen ninety when they went undefeated and smoked like Montgomery, Maryland in the title game. And your friend that coaches at Tulane was a defensive coordinator. Willie. Yep. And yeah, and well, Jeff Liker, who was my co- coach at Fort Hayes State, who's now the head coach at Coffville again. But he w- this is his second time as a head coach at Coffeeville. Um, he had Brandon Jacobs. He had all those dudes at, at Coffeeville. But yeah, he, and um, Keith Trailer was down there when my buddy was there as well. But he was also at, he was also the head coach at Garden City. Now Garden City was also a powerhouse in 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 between those times too. So it was Garden, Coffeeville. Um, were from what I was told, my history of this whole thing, Garden City and Coffeeville were the powerhouses. Butler became a power way later when Troy Morrow came, and then Hutchison was always hit and miss as either a power or not very good. Indy was always the bottom of the league forever. Fort Scott was good when, um, when fucking what's his name that just passed away was there before he took the Coffeeville job, and um, Highland was always bad. Um, you always, you know, that's what the league was. So, so, uh, yeah, one of my former colleagues was a, uh, he was like an assistant DB coach at Hutchinson, Sean Reset, and he, he actually coached, uh, Cordell, Cordell Patterson when he was at Hutchinson Juco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, and, but the thing is, even the very bad teams in that league for a long time had NFL players on it. That's how, exactly, that's how good that league was for forever. So, you know. It is what it is, but. Um, hey, yo, coach. Yo. Got a question. What'd you think of uh, seeing Marcus Freeman sign the first uh, five star uh, recruit in uh, 12 years in Notre Dame? You think that could change the, uh, the program? I don't know. Is that your phone or whose phone? Let me find out if it's your phone. <clears throat> yeah, the shit's bugging. <laughs> yep, it's your shit, Brandon. You're on that Boost Mobile shit again like fucking Eddie, homie. We can't hear you because you're on Boost Mobile. Um, he was talking about Freeman at Notre Dame signing the first five-star in 12 years. Good for him. Uh, you know, I don't think he can sign enough five-stars to compete versus the Georgias and the Alabamas and the Clemsons. But, you know, it starts somewhere, so... He got his first player at Notre Dame. Good for him. Um, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, we'll see how it goes. What up, Taylor? What up? Hey, JB, I just signed a dude out of Notre Dame. He went to Bosco. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a dog. What's he play? Linebacker. DJ Morgan. So, DJ Morgan's actually from fucking... You know, he played, he played with Pol- Ports in them. Mm-hmm. You know, he played at uh, Cajon. Oh, did he really? Yeah, I'm fucking from Cajon, bro. Yeah, he's a dog, bro. Yeah, look at look at it. Uh, here he's a shitbird, though. So check into it. We're probably talking about a different person. Are we? Yeah, I think so. Cause he played at Bosco. He's a Norwalk kid. Yeah, maybe then. I thought I heard I heard he was at Cajon, went to Bosco, and then went to Notre Dame. 
Maybe then. I'll have to find out. But check it out. But if that's the same guy, it's a shitbird. But if this guy's not a shitbird, then fuck it. You you got a good one. This dude's the nicest guy on our team. Oh, well, then he's not a very good player. So <laughs> No, he's a dog. <laughs> uh, hey, shitbirds are our best players. Just remember. He might be a fake-ass good boy, dog. He might be a fake good boy. He might smile on your face, and then he might just, like, fuck your trainer. I hope so. Uh, Actually, I don't hope so. Hey, who knows? But we'll see what happens. Hector, what up, man? Are you a mute. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to see if it was me with the static shit, but it's not. No, it's it's Brandon. He's no longer here, and the static's gone. It's a fucking, it's a square's a square, the circle's a circle. Um, <laughs> interesting, but anyway, I'm gonna leave this show. I'm gonna end the show right here. Hold on, you guys stay in. I'm gonna do the after hours and after party. You guys stay on. I'm gonna I'm gonna end the audio side. We're already two thirty in. I'm gonna end the audio side real quick and and head on over to the after party and the after show. Make sure you guys uh, go on betonline.ag. You get you fifty percent off welcome bonus, and you can head on over to bluechew.com. You get you five percent off shipping. Um, and your first order, bluechew.com, and use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for both. And uh, we're going to head on over to the after show and the after party. You guys can join us on YouTube. Come on over, and uh, you guys can join us here, and we'll be here while I upload the audio. And I'll be back Friday with a few special guests. I won't tell you who they are. Uh, but they're football players, former football players, current football players. One's currently in the wrestling world, too. Plus, he's in the whiskey business. Um, and uh, the other one, I just, I'll give it to you. I'll leave it as a surprise. But I'll see you guys Friday. Holler at you guys. Peace. Transform you in the I hate a storm here.